If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey, everybody. Hello, Ruel. Hello, Richard. How's it going? Uh, very good. I was afraid you were going to have kept yourself muted and you might have forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had plenty of time. Five minutes, seconds before we came on live, I was like, oh, there it is. Unclick the uh, mute button and uh, hopefully everyone can hear us. Uh, friends in chat, welcome to the R&R pre-show here on Twitch. Please let us know if you can hear and uh, see us okay and make sure our volume levels are, are okay. Because we all know how live streaming goes. Um, what's happened to my friend? Oh man, uh, it has just been. I, 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 did we we mentioned was it last week or the week before that Jen was doing her Ukraine fundraising thing? Yeah. Um, yes. Well, she did not expect it to be as successful as it has been. Um, we are getting very very close to have raised ten thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! Wow, yeah. uh, that is awesome. absolutely uh, flabbergasted. Had no expectation that there would be such an incredible outpouring of support, and uh, wow. it's amazing. But it's also terrifying because every one of those orders means Jen has to make another little Ukrainian um, witwit, and wow. uh, yeah, she has been burning the midnight oil like crazy. I have been recruited to be a full time. I mean, yesterday I must have spent. Geez, three hours nonstop uh, cutting up pieces of cardboard to tape the Rado cards to it so they wouldn't get bent. And uh, and then putting a nice little, hope you enjoy the card sticker on that. What is the steps? Okay, so yeah, first there's cutting up all the cardboard. Then taping all the cards to the cardboard so they won't get bent. Then putting the hope you enjoy it sticker on the cards. Then getting a, uh, here's how I make my stuff. And here's a, uh, here's our website thing. Stuffing those together into an envelope, then um, taking a Witwat, wrapping it in foam, taping it all up, putting it inside of... Jen's gotten these special little blue and yellow uh, uh, bags to put them in. Putting that in there along with having to curl up a, um, you know, a, a what a Witwat... Uh, another thank you note that she has written up, basically. Putting that in there, cinching that, stuffing that, plus the cards, plus the other cards, into the envelope, sealing the envelope... Printing out the uh, pr the person from Etsy and uh, uh, affixing that, affixing a fragile sticker on the front and the back, and one more final wow. thank you so much sticker on the back, and then driving it down to the post office. So, oh my goodness, yeah, wow. And then of course, you know, I got the easy job. Jen has to actually make the things and then sand them yeah. down and do all that other stuff. Uh, you know, the next day. So. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I don't do every single one of them one at a time. Instead, I mean, I'll, I will spend okay. I'm going to spend 40 minutes just literally cutting up cardboard boxes uh, into little tiny card sized pieces, you know, and and doing all those. Wow. So yeah, it's a uh, it has been tough, but it has definitely been worth it uh, considering how much yeah. it's amazing how much we've raised and um, that and, is so cool. Yeah, and actually, Jen ultimately got to the point where she had to put a uh, okay look. 
I, she has orders going out until April. She's going to be working on this through the month of April as well now. Um, and uh, she ultimately got to the point where, okay, okay, we're going to put a fixed number. And I think as of this morning, there is literally only one left at ukraine.rado.com. And I think wow. like 20 people have it in their their um, gift boxes. So uh, after yeah. that, Jen, she, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Because again, she's going to be working on these until mid-April. And... Uh, and then you know we'll, we'll see if we start up again. But oh man, it has been wow. crazy. And I mean, it's been crazy for me. And I mean, I, again, I have the easy job, relatively speaking. Ugh. Right, right. Well, I mean, yeah, it sounds. I mean, it sounds like you're busy. But I again, it's for a great cause. And congrats and kudos to both of you for I mean, raising so much money and continuing oh, yeah. to do so. That's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, fantastic. Yep, yeah. We just uh, uh, yeah. If ever we want to start, you know complaining or whining about oh this is so hard it's just like oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, oh really is it is it that hard we're in a I nice know. warm house it's, doing this is it exactly. really that tough they'll turn on the news exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um yeah that's so that's cool, what's though. been going on with me how about you uh i've been uh doing all right if, if uh if my voice sounds a little crackly today it's because i just spent s- almost seven hours live streaming oh yesterday. my gosh yes you uh, did yeah, so for those that don't know, over on my uh, Twitch channel, Tabletop Tonight, under Ruel Gaviola, I do a monthly Gaviola game night. And that's where I, uh, Michelle and I play a game, and then I have friends come over, Amanda Panda, my buddy Daryl, and we just stream a bunch of games throughout the day. So usually about six to seven hours. And, Jeez, uh, please. It's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of work, and um, my brain is just fried by the end of it. But it went well last night or yesterday, and but I am here. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to talk about the games we're going to talk about today. And uh, yeah, but if you if my voice goes might might go out halfway through, we'll we'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, be careful about it today. <laughs> I bet. So, what was the best game you played yesterday? Uh, it was I think the best one I played yesterday. It was the first one I played. Was uh, it's right there on your wall. There, Zapotec. Yep. Oh my gosh, Fantastic this is so good. Fantastic game. I, uh, I I didn't realize that Fabian uh, Fabio Lopiani is uh, was the designer with Kali Mala mm-hmm. and also Merv and and this guy he's. He's put out some really good games over the last couple of years. Oh, he is on fire. He is definitely a designer ascending. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, I played. I forget when I played uh, Zoptech back in January. Um, I think it hasn't really gone wide yet, or not yet. Did you get it retail, or did you get it from uh, Board and Dice Publisher? I got it from Board and Dice. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's so fantastic. I mean, everything he has done has been good to great, and I think he's just getting stronger with every game. I mean, the the brilliant thing about this game is all the depth and complexity of a really big, rich, meaty Euro, like what you've come to expect from Board and Dice, but in a little yeah. sub-one-hour package. Yeah, yeah, that was my favorite part of it. Like, uh, Daryl and I, we were, we were, after we streamed, you know, we took a break and we're talking offline, and we were just talking about how much we love the fact that between the two of us we played a two-player game about 45 minutes on yeah. stream so that's like we're talking with everyone mm-hmm. and yet the entire time was like you know there were so many decisions to make and you could do so many different things but you couldn't do them all at the same time you you wanted more but yeah. oh it was just like a perfect package yeah Absolutely it's incredible adored that game yeah i yeah. highly recommend it. and it has nice little cute uh pyramids that stack up in very yes, colorful definitely. and really interesting player interaction all that i agree good call good and good. folks uh, if you want to check that out, of course, um, you know you can still watch it on uh, Ruel's Twitch channel. But if you're watching this yeah. years from now, did you know Ruel Gaviola has his own YouTube channel as well? Uh, you can't see it right now, but later on, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can hit that eye in the top right corner screen and go check out his channel where you can watch his epic seven-hour... Uh, what did you play? You played Zapotec and what else? Zapotec, uh, Tenpenny Parks, a uh, new game oh. from Thunderworks. And you will you will love this. It's got art by Vincent Dutre. 
It's wonderful. Yes. How did I miss that? It, it's um, wait, no, it sounds uh, familiar. I, it's a, is it building a boardwalk or something like that? Yeah, it was building a music park. Yes, yes, um, yeah. Oh, the art you're gonna love the art, Richard. It's just oh, Vincent Dutre throughout the thing, box mm. cover, all the components, everything, cards. Uh, it's a I would say a gateway plus uh, worker placement slash tile placement game. Uh, it's sort of like Baron Park, but if Baron Park had worker placement added to it, wow. it's it's re- it's really good. Uh, also played uh, Pathways, a new dexterity game that's sort of like Crokinole. Oh yep, yep. Uh, Remember we fi- talked about that last yeah. week. Yeah, uh, Fire and Stone, uh, a new game by I always forget his name, but it's the designer of Carcassonne, uh, Klaus. Uh, uh, Klaus Verda, I th- want to say something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's his new game that came out. Um, also played Synchronized, a game that I kickstarted last year that was about synchronized swimming. It's a really, really interesting theme. And uh, there's another game. Oh, we played Macaron, uh, a game by local designer Tate Wu. Uh, it's Ooh. his version of a trick-taking game, and it's beautiful. And wow. It's got beautiful art. Yeah, really cool game. So, yeah, we pl- I know we played something else, too, but, you know. I, my that is a heck of a stream, and that's all cool new hot stuff. Yeah. It or was, or it, should it be. Was I mean. Wow! Yeah, yeah, we we had a blast with it. But well, folks, after you're done uh, with this, every you, month, um, folks over on my channel. Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely go go check out Ruel. Go subscribe. Uh, yeah, because everything you do. I don't know if you don't know, folks. Um, we do stuff on Twitch. Two weeks later. It disappears into the ether. It's gone forever. There is no archiving on Twitch, uh, which is why we put all of this stuff over on YouTube, too. So definitely uh, go subscribe to Ruel on the YouTubes. Uh, there's always you. good stuff. And you get to see Michelle and other people. Um, yes. Yeah. Michelle's a real flesh and blood lady as opposed to a virtual imagined lady <laughs> like Jen is. Or as people often think Jen is. Right. Wow. Hey, we should say hi to the audience. We got yes, we should. Uh, we were too busy talking to each other. Hi, audience. Yeah. What's going hello, on? Prince. Oh, hello, thank Brenner. You, thank you. And um, uh, Nerd uh, Nerd 20 for resubbing. We're getting closer, Well, Oh, and speaking of getting closer, what is it? Thursday, the day after tomorrow. Show back up here, folks. Same Rotto time, same Ruel channel. And he and I will be going toe-to-toe in the RVR for um, Isle of Cats. Is it? Yep. I want to say it's Explore and Draw instead of Roll and yeah, Write. that's it. And uh, you, you will be able to play along as well. There, you just need to be able to print out a piece of paper. It's all black and white, low ink, and you can see if you can beat our scores. Uh, so that'll be fun. But yes, people have That's shown up. We should say hello. Please do so while I yeah. go drink a water. Yeah, um, I want to say hi to Kabuki Kid. Kabuki Kid is asking, uh, oh. what is uh, Ruel's shirt? Thanks for asking, Kabuki Kid. This is uh, the shirt for the five by. Uh, art by this is actually done by Beth Sobel, uh, one of my favorite really? artists. Oh, cool! Yeah, uh, she partnered with the Five Eye. It's a podcast that I'm on. It's come out monthly where five different reviewers talk about five different board games, and each of our reviews are five minutes each. Ooh. So you can listen to the whole podcast in about 25 minutes or 30 minutes. I was a big fan of the show for about a year uh, before I joined, and I've been on the uh, show for about two, two and a half years now, and um. I love it. I think there's a lot of great reviewers on there, including uh, Meeple Lady, uh, Book of Nerds, uh, uh, Sir Bearsworth, Mike Risley, all kinds of great people. So please join us there once a month, wherever you find your podcast. It is The Five By. That sounds very cool. For folks who are Thanks. still um, mourning the passing of the uh, the Dice Tower uh, podcast, maybe there's a new one for you to subscribe. Yeah, come on over, check it out. It's a real, it's a really great crew of uh, reviewers. Uh, Want to also say hi to Eclectic Camels in the house and Brenner Forty Two. Thank you, friends. Appreciate y'all being here. So many people here. We've got the little stream avatars as well. Yes. Uh, you know, you can get a stream avatar if you subscribe to the channel, friends. 
Uh, did you? Yes, folks. Um, if you subscribe to the channel, you get so many benefits. You get a cute little stream oh, avatar who walks around and you can hug and or fight depending on your predilection. Um, or you can just hop around and customize yourself and fart and play slot machines and all kinds of stuff. And uh, But yeah, there's also discounts on Rotto merch and finding out what the secret word is in case you missed it in the episode, which is about to come. And uh, get exclusive videos, all kinds of things. Just scroll down, check out the subscribe. You might find it's worth your while, especially since it's free if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber. Um, yeah. And speaking of secret words, you want to give a, you want to give some stuff away? Oh yeah, let's do, let's do that. Let's give away a game. All right, was what it were we giving away? I did set it up to remind myself. Uh, it was right four gardens, which was on the table gardens. last week oh, yeah. from Arcane Great Wonders. Game. So good, such a good game. All right, do do. All right, and uh, thank you, uh, Michael. For subscribing just now, your avatar should show up in the next two or three minutes. It'll just be a little nude one. You might have a couple of customization options, and the longer you watch, the uh, more customization points you accrue slowly over time. Hey, that's not what I wanted to show. I wanted to show the wheel. Why aren't we looking at the wheel? I don't know. Let's go to the wheel. There it is. Okay. There it is. All right, we are going to spin. One lucky winner is going to get a copy of Four Gardens. Let's see who it is. Oh, and thank you, uh, Stoic Brewer, for the sub as well. Awesome. Oh, I feel so bad for Kyle Kelly. It was on Kyle Kelly's name forever, and then it just flips over. So Julian, uh, what is that, uh, uh, Klutzer. Uh, uh, I'm going to say Klutzer wins. Julian, yep. congratulations. Congratulations. I will be in touch soon. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Kyle. You were so close. So close. All righty. <laughs> Well, cool. That was that. That is one of many things we do here in the pre-show, but we have many more outstanding tasks to do. Uh, you want to yeah. start uh, earning our pay? We had something left over. From, well, yeah, I know we had something left over from last week, which we pushed this week. Well, yeah. Well, first of all, uh, there is a. Yeah, we had so many royal ranks. I still need to like maybe put limits on these because um, yeah. we had just a ton of royal ranks requests. So let's rank okay. something else as per the request of Br cool. Super. Fan Brenner 42. Let's see, bring the uh, browser back up. I think I've got it set up here. So, folks, uh, Ruel has hundreds of games in his collection on the wall behind him that he just can't be bothered to give love and attention to. So, we're fixing that one game at a time. Ruel, do you see any of these games you would like to rank? Oh, uh, and if not, see. I will scroll down. Yeah, please scroll down. I see some that we did last time. Yep, Kanagawa. Okay. Hey, there's uh, Ten Penny Parks. Gosh, and I, I Firestone, like are you not ready to rank those yet? You know what? Let's let, let's rank Zapo, uh, Zapotec. All what right, okay. Let's see. I will start it, based on one play. I feel like I, I feel like I'm, I I can give it a, a review. All right, okay. Let's um, see. New poll. Ruel's always ranking. All right, Zapotec. That's one. Let's see. How about any of those? You uh, haven't ranked in Barcadero yet. Why? Really? I haven't? Oh my gosh. Yeah, we got to put that on the list. All right. I mean, you love I it. I did. You want to marry yeah. it. Embarcadero. <laughs> All right. Any of these other ones? Oh, right there. Uh, we got to do a Kinesia game. Lost Cities, rolling right. Okay. Lost Cities, R and W. Let's see here. Go a couple more. How about. Uh, more. Hey, there's that synchronized you were just talking about. Or Picture Perfect or Three Sisters. Any of those? Ooh, uh, ooh, uh, good stuff there. Let's try picture perfect. Picture perfect. That was that was really uh, getting a lot of hotness attention a couple of months ago. 
It was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and they, and here's oh, some um, Sprawlopolis. I yep. love Sprawlopolis. You want some sprawling? I, I haven't a Sprawlopolis. Op. Olis. All righty, folks. Uh, you have two minutes to choose one of those games for Ruel to rank and uh, show some love. That will be a good thing. Oh, and I think. I think I just heard... Yep, there's the train. Uh, all aboard. We are oh, in the middle of a very tiny little hype train that I still have to make bigger. I feel like I should do that hey, right now. quick question. A, a tech question. Yes. When it shows up on your um, screen for the um, hype train, does it say hype train or does it say boost train? I don't know. I just see it kind of out of the corner of my eye. It's like a little animated thing, okay. and by the time I notice it, all I see is just the flames flying by. Okay, because there's. Uh, I just. Read I mean, are we not in a hype train? Is it? Are we getting to a hype train? No. So, uh, hi, there's a hype train. There's a new thing called Boost Train. Oh. Where if we get, it's been, it's given out to random Twitch streamers. The Boost Stream is supposed to um, hype up your uh, stream on other parts of Twitch. So I think it's gonna it's supposed to increase the audience. Oh, that's cool. I don't know how to get that yet. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we'll hit it. Um, we'll, we'll see. Fingers crossed. But, Wow, it looks like Picture Perfect's in the early lead already. Really? Wow. wow. No love for Zapotec. After we just... You know, I need to... What? Come on, people. Zapotec? No? No well, love? it got my vote. I'm one of the two people. And again, I think okay. you put Lost Cities on the list before, and still nobody wants to hear about no... No one wants to hear about... writing of the Lost Cities. Y'all y'all don't like the good doctor. Come nope, on. nope, That's... nope. They've had enough of his shenanigans. <laughs> Step aside for the hot new designers like Fabio... No, we don't want Fabio Lapiano either. Um, yeah. Wow, perfect. neck and neck, wow. picture perfect and sprawlopolis. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah. I mean, these are both games I like, spoiler oh, yeah. alert, but I, I like one definitely more than the other if those okay. are the two choices. Okay. Let's see here. How are we doing? Oh, it's getting close. Is it? Okay. I need the bigger picture. I can't see it in the small picture. Five seconds. Four, three, two, one. And the winner, the winner is. Wow, 199 votes to 194, Sprawlopolis. Wow, that close call. Okay, great game. Um, I, All right, then let's talk I, I about it. Let yeah, me uh, pull that back up on the telly. All right, um, back to the browser. So this is the this is not the newer one, right? This is the first one. This is not the one that's set right. in the uh, in the countryside or farming. That's Farmopolis, right. I think, right? Sprawlopolis. Uh, uh, agropolis. agropolis. Uh, yeah. Oh, Agropolis, yes. In agriculture. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Sprawlopolis, a button-shy game, friends. Um, no, you, do you have a video of it? I think I, 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 I have a video. You know what? I think I just talked about it in a roundup. I don't think I ever did a full video of it. So, that's uh, okay. a go to some pretty uh, pictures. Hey, here's yeah. a... Here's a... At the end of a game. Look at all oh, that yeah. sprawl. What's happening? Yeah, what is this? What are we that, looking at? Folks. That we are looking at a button shy game um, featuring one of my favorite designers, Danny Devine. Mm-hmm. He's done a few of these button shy games. You may also know him from games like Topiary and also one of my favorites, Kohaku, uh, tile lane games. Uh, so he's done this with a couple other designers. And it is a button shy game, which means you have exactly 18 cards, which mm-hmm. still blows me away that you could put. Is that their rule? It's always exactly 18? I think it's 18 or less. Okay, all right. Along that. And then they, they may have like a, uh, some tokens or whatever. But oh, this sure, is sure, strictly sure. cards, folks. Um, the the brilliant thing about this, so you see the gameplay here. You're, it's like a tile or card laying game. You're going to lay these tiles over each other. You're trying to you know group together like um, uh, like industry or res- residential areas. You also have that road that goes through your tile um, city here. 
The brilliant thing about this game that I think just, uh, I don't know why more uh, designers don't do this. On one side of the card is the actual gameplay. The other side of the card has your goals for the game, right? There it is. You can see yep, it right one. there. You pick three of them at random. So each card has a different goal or a scoring mechanism. I love that because every game you just randomly choose them and they're going to be different. And, uh, you know, some of them they want like certain uh, uh, restrictions, like roads can go through this or um, certain buildings need to be next to each other. Yep. And then you're going to score all the different, the four different types, I believe, by color. And then you're going to score, you know, basically like how, how many are adjacent to each other and stuff. It is a brilliant solo game. I, okay, so, uh, had just uh, just for clarification, I've only played the solo. I don't think oh, I've really? played this one another. Yeah. It does have two player rules solo. built in. Yes. And it plays up to four. Um, oh, so oh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I haven't tried that. Game. Yeah. Yeah. It is a cooperative game. And for a solo game, it takes 15 minutes. But gosh, for every one of those 15 minutes, it's like, okay, I have a lot of gr uh, choices I can make, but I can only do one at a time. And it's like, oh, it's so tense. And I, I absolutely love it. Sprawl Office is a winner. I this one of my favorite um, mini or what do they call micro games? Yeah, um, I'm gonna rank it pretty high here. I'm Ooh, gonna rank okay. it. Yeah, I'm I'm giving it a rock solid eight. I mm. think is an eight. All right, because I can put this in my pocket, show up anywhere, any game night, teach it in one minute, and then we can play it in fifteen. Um, as far as a solo game, it's probably like an eight point five for me. But I'm gonna bring it down to an eight until I can play it with multiplayers and see where it is. But uh, rock solid eight for me, sprawl up. I will say, having played both solo and two player with Jen, it is a better solo game. Oh, uh, okay. The the, the, the co-op game is nice. I, I don't mean to dismiss It's basically, but it is a situation where, oh, um, I, I, we all have cards. On our turn, we all have to play cards. We're all still trying to hit the same um, you know, objectives. It's just we have to take into account, okay, I really need somebody to extend that city or that, um, you know, that park so that I can play this over here. And it works just fine. It'd be interesting. It worked okay with me in Gen 2, but I wonder the higher player count you get, how if it's going to be tougher because you know the cards are relatively complex with, the, with all the different permutations and cards and whatnot. Yeah. So I would still I would say this is best as a solo game and it's 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 I wouldn't get this for the multiplayer co-op game. I would get this as a solo game and then hey, you know, this is one of my favorite solo games. Let's play it together um as a little filler. Yeah. I think that's it's best suited. So for me, yeah. it comes more into the mid sevens, I think. Um, you know, as opposed to, I mean, I, I still think Button Shy's masterpiece is Circle the Wagons, which is yes. you know just fantastic. Although it only goes two players, right? Um, and, and it's right. actually, it's like the solo is almost added in after the fact. But yeah, I, I, I cannot fault you. And eight is, it is a worthy game. And it's certainly very popular because it's already gotten one yep. spinoff, as we were talking about, a Grokpolis. And then it's gotten a second thing, an expansion that allows you to combine Sprawlopolis and a Grokpolis into a Megaopolis, I think, or something yeah. like that, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you com they had that a little mini expansion that combines them both. Have you and, tried um, that one? Have you, you done the combining thing? I have not done the combining thing yet. I'm really curious to see how that would work. Me too. I am very stoked. I very much want to get yeah. that a go. Like, I'm wondering, if you, do you still do three objectives and do you, like, combine from both sets or something like that? I'm, I'm not sure. Um, one thing I do want to mention, the Circle of the Wagons that you, you talked about, that's another one that our uh, friend Danny Devine, designer, yes. was also part of that group as well. So he, he's another designer that uh, and uh, creates a bunch of terrific games. And Smallopolis is uh, one of many. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, Button Shy, I mean, they really should be on everybody's radar. I mean, we Agreed. went through that... Uh, there, you know, after Love Letter, there was kind of that explosion of micro games. Everybody was putting out micro games. They were all, for the most part, 
offshoots of Love Letter, just simple little, you know, deduction yeah. type things. And they were, I mean, there, there were a lot of really nice little ones that came out, but, you know, yeah. that fad has died down, but not at Buttonshy. Buttonshy is keeping the idea alive and just doing amazing things. Agreed. Like, yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, after those Love Letter clones and stuff, like, Buttonshy actually took that 18-card uh, limit and, like, started pushing the boundaries of what you can do with uh, a micro game, and uh, this is uh, one of them as well. Uh, Kabuki Kid, was it Kabuki? Someone had just had a comment I saw here. Um, well, you should I, put I, it I on screen. It. While I yeah, say thank uh, you, uh, right Kill Dash Nine, for subscribing, and Dungeon Sound System for resubscribing. Thank you very much. We're getting closer and closer. Man, if we if we unlock another RVR, I mean, I, there is no way I'll have time to do it until maybe late April, though, because again, oh, I, wow. I cannot stress just how much of our time has been gobbled up by uh, yeah. by our extracurricular activities. Oh, I see the comment, right. Tussie Mussy. That's that's a wonderful game. Excellent game, yeah, Elizabeth Hargrave game. Mm-hmm. There, that's excellent game. Um, let's see. Well, okay. People are already asking, what is the secret word for today? We don't know. Glass, we'll we get to that once we do it. our business, because now yeah. it is time for trivia. Let me bring up yeah. the wheel. Because last week, people were so desperate to get to the Turchy story. I don't know. Was the Turchy story <laughs> worth it? Did I, did I build oh, it, it up a little too much, I think? It was worth it was definitely worth the wait. That was, that was a great story. Yeah, I saw you. You liked it so much, you went and tweeted about it on uh, the Twits or the Twitters. Yeah, yeah. I, I had to. It was so great. Um, if anything, yeah. I, I loved your tan. You know, your tan was <laughs> that was that was insane. That was, I mean, it actually, you know, living in Malta, I did often have a tan that extreme. That was not that out of really? the norm for me. But now I'm back in the wow. Pacific Northwest, and I'm uh, re- resorted to my traditional pallor. <laughs> Let's just say. <laughs> Alrighty, so give me the wheel. So it's just you right. or General. 50/50 Let's shot. see, fifty-fifty chance and spin. I think, all right, we need to go out and find some general purpose trivia thanks to the internet. Interesting trivia facts. Google says, all right, they just gave me something. I have a trivia question. Oh, yeah, how about you give up some trivia for a change, pal? I could do, I could, well, the wheel is in my face. Oh, how about I get rid of the wheel so that you can share the the results? Or you can just peek around it. That works, too. I'll peek around it. We'll be gone. Oh, okay. So here's actually a board game question that I came up with. This is perfect timing. We were just talking about Love Letter, the micro game. In Love Letter, how do you determine the first player? I'm just going to, I mean, the obvious, if you don't know, the best thing is just to guess age. But, of course, that's not going to be it. I'm going to say the last person to write a letter. Last person to write a letter. Okay, let's see if anyone in chat uh, has said. Well, this has become an interactive trivia section. Awesome, I like it. Yeah, so, and hey, that someone had just, uh, Linnaeus uh, said the exact same thing. Last person to mail a letter. Yep. Nice. Okay. And since Uh, you haven't said you got it, I guess that's not it. So stop guessing that. That is not it. Um, I'm going to give you the answer right now. The way to determine the first player in Love Letter is the player who most recently went on a date. Ah, okay. Yeah. And then if uh, if, there, if there's none of that, then you just go to the youngest player, breaks the tie, then they, they would go first. All right. So there you go. There's a little bit of board game trivia that I came up with for y'all. Um, we have completed that. Uh, what else do we have to do? Is let, me look, let, me look, let me look, let me look, let me look. All righty. All right. So we... Um, we... <sighs> There has been an argument requested. Um, but again, we I mean, an argument is such a big deal. We really need to plan, and so I, I don't think we're ready to have an argument now, unless you can think of something. Yeah. 
I, I can't. We we really do need to like go off off screen and you know try to figure something out that we could argue about because I I don't know. I okay, guess. well we'll come back to that. Sorry, exacting vampire. Yeah. I mean you you've asked the. I mean it was the most expensive thing we have on the menu, and you've asked. We will get to it as soon as we can come up with something really. Um, as Force of Glass says, please not another movie one but again. Yeah. yeah. We could do that all day long. Favorite Captain America quotes. I could do this all day. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll save that. We'll, we'll come back to something. So, uh, then, uh, uh, Kitsik, uh, requested more trivia. So let's bring the wheel back out. Let's see if I actually fixed it. It should be back full because okay. we got down. So you dodged the bullet. And, wow, I did. Uh, here we go. Let's spin it. Oh, wow. One more time. Just as soon as this comes up. All right. Uh, no, not launch. Spin wheel. There we go. Speaking of, uh, real quick, uh, you know what was in my head the other day? No. Really? I was like, darn you, Richard. <laughs> it's, you know what? Um, so I forget who. Somebody, you know, we were talking about that getting stuck in, uh, and I think we were talking about some other stuff, you know, getting stuck in your head, right? Yeah. And uh, uh, let's see, is a life hack a bit of trivia? Because we just oh, had yeah. another request yeah, for general not? trivia. I thought it was so good. I'm sorry. I do not remember who suggested it, but it was brilliant. The idea is to get rid of something stuck in your head on permanent loop is to um, force something into your head that has a very, very clear end. Um, and, and the example they gave was like a a, a commercial sting. Like uh, Remember the old uh, Menon? From Menon. I don't know if oh, you remember yeah. those commercials yeah. from yep. Menon. And from you, you get that in your head. Or no, I'm sorry, no. By Menon. It's Kabuki. It must have been Kabuki who suggested oh. this. Because Kabuki is uh is jumping on the chat. By Menon. And because that has a very, very clear end that doesn't naturally or easily loop on, that can just you, you get that stuck in your head, it won't go anywhere. Interesting. Really? By what was by Menon? Was that for like that, uh, Menon? I either I think I think that was either deodorant or um you know cologne. Oh cologne. Okay, yeah. Yep. By Menon. So if I have something stuck like that, then I would just say by Menon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. By Menon. I mean, it's got to be something that's meaningful. You a forest of glass suggests. What about Folger's song? Um, Folger's in your cup. You know, and just try to end on that. You know, because wow. because it has a natural end. It does. I mean. Pop songs are designed to keep going. I mean, they're they're very they're by yeah. nature very repetitive. So, um, yeah. I now here's the deal. Was that trivia? I don't know. Does it work? I, I don't know. But um, coincidentally, I haven't had anything stuck in my head since trivia. last week. Um, <laughs> it's definitely trivia. Wow, that, that's cool. Yeah. All righty. Right. Let's see. Um, All right. So that was some more trivia, and we mark that as done. Do, oh, do, do Kabuki says the Intel tones are all. Oh, hey, oh, oh, this one I liked. Uh, from Victory BHG, okay. there can be only one, which means we have to really give this some thought. And I thought it was a good one. And it's it's just it's a very broad general idea. Mm-hmm. Um, Roland writes versus the original game. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oh, 
Yeah, right? So wow. just in general. I mean, there like could be that. specific examples, but I think it's more interesting in general. If you had to pick, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, because there's so many great... Hey, we're going to be playing one this Thursday. Isle of Cats, yeah. Roll and Write, or Explore and Draw. Uh, would you... I mean, if, if you had to strike one from the record for all games, there could only be the main mm-hmm. game or the Roll and Write, or the Roll and Write and no main game. Oh. I know can, you love Roll and Write. Can I... Can I can I give you a weasel answer? I, I would I would answer it depends. <laughs> no, that's no good. Unacceptable. Oh, Unacceptable. It. Because there are some Roland Rice where I definitely prefer over the original, but then there for the mo- I, okay, I'm gonna lean towards I, I'm gonna say the original because most of the originals I like better than Roland Rice. Okay. But you know what? Here, here's an example. I'm gonna I, I was gonna talk. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about this right now. I just played for the first time Dinosaur Island RAR and Write, the Roll and Write version. Yeah. Okay. I think I prefer that to the original, believe it or not. I I wouldn't and, be surprised. I'm really and, wanting to give RAR and Write a try. It looks very good. And Dinosaur Island was yeah. nice, but didn't really stick with me. Yeah, I think you'll like it. And I'm going to tell you why. Because Dinosaur Island, it was a good game, good worker placement game. And it was solid, but I, I didn't, it, nothing really like, it, it didn't like make it back to my table often. And I think about it too. It takes a long time to set up that game. There was a bunch of bits and stuff you had to do. Dinosaur Island RAR and write. You literally just roll dice and um, mark off your sheet. But you have the exact, almost the exact same experience as the base game. So I definitely prefer the roll and write version of Dinosaur Well, then, okay. Best case scenario, if you have a roll and write that can truly capture all the best of the best game, you would take the roll and write over the full game? Now that you put it On, that way, In general. No. In general, no, and here's why. Um, we're board gamers. I like mm-hmm. to play around bits, and I like to move stuff on cardboard and yeah. anything else. And as much as like, like I love rolling dice and writing and stuff like that, it's just give me the give me the cubes, give me the meeples, give me the board, and everything else. I, I, I'm I'm definitely more of a board gamer. What about you? What, it's what interesting. You, you know, you said I, I love rolling dice and I love writing. Does anybody really love doing this? Anybody? Really? I mean, I had to do it in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. I don't have to do it anymore. My penmanship, which was never great, has devolved so in... I mean, I'm like practically one step removed from caveman scrawls if I ever have to actually (laughs) write notes down like like a caveman. Uh, But you genuinely enjoy this action. It it is... Yeah, uh, my my penmanship has also gone to to heck, but... I still enjoy the process, and I seriously, uh, for this show, when I do my research, I will print out some of the games, sometimes like a list of games, and yeah. I will write notes, handwrite notes on it. Literally, it, I'm just, I, I just enjoy that process, putting pen to paper or pencil to paper. But when it comes to board games, give me, give me the meeples, give me the components. Yeah, I, 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 I need it. I guess maybe I'm a bit out of touch with the rest of humanity because I remember. Back when I was at Lionhead in the Nintendo DS, remember the DS, the dual screen came out, and his whole yep. thing is, well, yep. the bottom screen, you can actually ride on it. And I was just telling him, uh, this is going nowhere. This is garbage. We've all been using our thumb server. Nobody wants to do this. All this does is make you think of homework. This is horrible. I, I kind of missed the mark on that a little bit. I think the Nintendo DS did okay. Um, right. And in fact, one of my top ten video games of all time is a Nintendo DS game. Uh, Elite oh, Beat one? Agents. So amazing. Oh. Uh, but anyway, so that one. for me to the question, I mean, my immediate gut response is no, of course, uh, I, you know, not to the Roland Rights, because honestly, my favorite Roland Rights are not spinoffs. I mean, 
Okay. You know, I mean, uh, I, I think, generally speaking, my top... Uh, if I were to... Off the top of my head, if I had to try and remember my top t- five rolling rights, I mean, there's On Tour. There's no original game. Yeah. There's... Sure. Um, well, there is Fleet the Dice Game. Oh, right. Fleet yeah. the Dice Game or Fleet. The thing is, Fleet the Dice Game is really only loosely tied. It was almost nothing to do with Fleet. Um, okay. you know, which was all, you know, all the card auction-y stuff. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I feel like the majority of Rolling Rights I like are not the little spinoff ones. Um, yeah. So, yeah, actually, I'm, I'm curious now. I am going to very quickly go to back to the browser. Right? There we still are. And uh, I just want to search for Roll Right. Just give me a game. So, yeah, anyone, any one of them. So I can just get a list of all of them. Um, okay. Or, you know, actually, I should just do, I should just do Roll Right in the title, right? And then just, if we just sort by board game rank, the bigger ones are going to, you know, come to the top. And if it has Roll yeah. and Right, that probably means it's an offshoot of original game, right? So, mm-hmm. wow, Imperial Settlers, the highest ranked game on Board Game Geek with Roll and oh. Right in the title. That's interesting. It is... It's it's a good little roll and write. It is not the best. Copenhagen yeah. roll and write. I think I'd rather play Copenhagen. Lost Cities roll and write. Yeah, there's a no brainer there. I mean, no offense Lost to Lost Cities. cities. Sure. It does Escape roll and write. Alhambra. Ah, huh. I actually prefer Alhambra roll and write to Alhambra. Do you really? Yes, I do. Wow. Uh, I honestly, we were not big fans of Alhambra. Uh, the oh. it, it was just too much random luck of the draw with the. Oh, I got the exact type of money I needed, and you didn't suck it. And um, and I thought the roll and write was actually uh, pretty clever. And um, wow. Oh, and we very quickly get into NA. Geez, are there really that few games that actually are ranked on board? I've got them sorted by rank. Geez, Louise. Yeah. Well, no, these are the only one. These are the ones that only have roll right in the title. I know, but I right? figured there'd be a lot more, right? Because spinoff yeah. ones. Would probably oh, have. Right. It's yeah. the name of the game, colon rolling, right? I mean, I know, I know, escape or draw doesn't do that. All right, let's actually go in and break it down. Um, right, so if we just yeah. click on uh, pencil, uh, pencil and paper, give us those. Tell us the highest ranked pencil and paper games. Cartographers. Yeah. I don't think you could call that a spinoff. It's in the same universe, it's in the same but universe, it has but nothing yeah. to do with role player. Welcome Agreed. to is its own thing. Gone Shown Clever is its own thing. Um, Hadrian's Wall is its own thing. Railroad Inc. is its own thing. Silver and Gold. There we go. Fleet the Dice There's Game um, is the first one that you know kind of comes in at the higher levels that would make me stop and think about it. Trails of Tucana. Yeah. This, this is an interesting wow. list. Um, so no, I, I think, yeah, I, I think we are in agreement then. Um, oh, Raja the Ganges, the Dice Charmers. Oh, interesting. Okay. I don't know if you played Dice I Charmers. I played that one. I would play Dice Charmers over Rajas. Really? See, I mean, so the existence of that makes me. I mean, don't get me wrong. Rajas the Ganges is great, but it's. Yeah. Uh, I forget the example you gave, um, where yeah, you'd rather play you know X because it because it captured the whole sp- spirit of the original game, right? Which one was it you were talking about? Yeah, uh, Dinosaur Island. Yeah. Dinosaur Island. I would say the same thing for Rajas the Ganges. Great okay. game, really wonderful. But the the getting getting the vast majority of the feels that big game gives me in like a half an hour. Yeah, right. Mm, the existence yeah. of that one game. Right. Okay. But okay. And now I'm thinking of games like I love that don't. I mean, Agricola the Rolling Right. No, I can't imagine Agricola the Rolling Right that I would win, or um, you know. Or, or Manhattan Project, the Rollin' Right. No, 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 no. It can't yeah. be. It can't be. If I had to pick, yeah, right. And and again, this shows by and large the best Rollin' Rights aren't spinoffs. 
Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Because they're not constrained. Yeah. They can do their own thing. Yep. All right. Thank you. That was a good question. That was a definitely interesting. I, I, it was, I was not immediately 100% obvious, but yeah. once again, we can't argue over anything because we agree with everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's see here. Uh, what else? Uh, do, do we have anything else? That we have a bunch. People are, are, people are, I mean, people have thrown two more ranks at us, two more, three trivias, and we still got the wow. argument. The trivias are quick. Let me just bring the wall, the, the wheel back up. Okay. Let me bring cool. back up that wheel. Give me, show me Mr. Wheel. All right. So, right. We just, oh, oh, but I had to get rid of a general, right? Because we just had a general. Let me very quickly yep. edit out one of these generals and then reload. And then we'll do that. Because, I mean, the last couple of episodes, we have gone way, way long on the pre-show. We have. And we got to get ourselves um, under control. All yeah, right. So we're at, uh, it, it's 40 minutes after uh, 12 right now. So we're, we're on good pace here. We'll, we, we can start the show soon. Okay. All right. Let's see. So saving that. And now there should be one less general. There we go. And then yep. spin the new wheel and see what we get. We have some uh, extra. We have some homework. We will have to come up with an argument that we could actually argue about. All right, I am yeah. up. Okay, that's all right. So, well, I feel like I've I've I've, I've uh, spent all my good trivia about myself. Uh, help me out. What, what what do you want to know about? There's got to be something. Um, so we've talked about uh, your your high school job being a vacuum cleaner salesman. Uh, we've talked about your you helping out uh, David Turchi. Um, let's talk about, we've talked about you meeting Jen, right? Back mm -hmm. in college. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Uh, something actually just came up in my life. I, okay. Hey, Ruel, okay. here's a bit of trivia. How many siblings do I have? Oh, that's a good question. Now I know you have a brother. I've talked to, we've talked about this off screen before. I do have a brother. His name is Ryan. Um, maybe I'll say, I'll just go with that. You have one sibling, your brother. It's a trick question. I have one and a half. Because one and a half. as it happens, my mom, when she was in college back in 1968, uh, as happens to a lot of young women, got pregnant, wasn't ready for it, uh, did not have the family support, did not have any support from the father, and had to make the tough mm. choice to give um, her daughter up for adoption. And oh, okay. uh, so I bring this up because guess what happened uh, this week, Ruel? Did you get in touch? My niece... Oh, my gosh. My niece got a DNA test as a gift for Christmas with Ancestry.com. So they finally did it. And a few days later, they got contacted from a woman in California named Tammy and said, Hi, I was adopted. This says we're cousins. I have no idea wow. who you are. Is there any chance? And it turns out, yes, I met my sister, uh, my big sister, uh, for the first time in my life, just the other day, we did a we oh did a Zoom call, or a Facebook Messenger call with my mom. My mom, I, I mean, my, we were all crying nonstop the whole time. Yeah, I oh, I can't even imagine. It was incredible. I, wow. um, you know, I mean, my, my mom, she had actually tried over the years to see if she could find out, but she she always got blocked by the state of California. Sorry, you know, without permission, you can't do it. You know, the, you know that, those kind of standard runarounds. And she had kind of yeah. gotten to the point where she had, well, I guess. This is a chapter I have to close. I will never know anything about my. I'll never know her name. What happened to her? You know, did she do yeah. well? And it turns, and, you know, and so we we had this call, and it was amazing. Uh, you know, she's led a, a full life. Uh, you know, she's a pillar of the community. She's had kids. Oh. Also, um, I've, I've talked about this. I think maybe before. My mom suffers from a, a hereditary uh, illness 
or a genetic disorder called HHT, which I, it looks like both my brother and I have been lucky and we, do, we um, dodged it. It didn't uh, go to us. It's basically a, a blood clotting, clotting disorder that affects about a one in a thousand people. Not much is known, oh, totally wow. untreatable. And, um, you know, so we were talking, well, you need to know about, about me. You might have this. And she said, yeah. oh my God, this explains so much about my life. Um, you know, and, and I'm going to talk to my doctor right now. No one has ever mentioned this to me, but I'm looking at the wow. symptoms. So, you know, it's going to help her in her life. And, um, yeah, so we, we had a really nice two hour long conversation telling her all about what, you know, I mean, you know, obviously all the circumstances around her birth and how mom did not want to let her go, but her options in 1968 were, um, you know, be an unwed mother with no income, no family support at all, uh, go to Mexico for a backdoor abortion, um, yeah. which is, that's basically what her what her family suggested, well, this is probably what you should do. We'll, we'll put you on a plane. Wow. Um, or do this third thing. And so it was tough for her. And, you know, it's just something she's carried. But, you know, uh, and then to hear Tammy say, thank you. Thank you for making the tough choice and make, thanking that sacrifice. So, wow. um, yeah, that's pretty fresh in my mind that I have a big sister and who I just met the other day. And she seems, she seems really cool. Wow. So I, I have two just... siblings or one and a half. <laughs> One and a half. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's two siblings. I, I just, wow. I, I'm, I'm like getting choked up for you. This yeah. is, I can't even imagine, you know, the emotions and the stories and just, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot. I mean, I won't go into felt. too much, you know, because obviously a lot of personal yeah, stuff, yeah. but I'll just leave uh, it. Of course, of course. Um, yeah. But yeah. Well, okay. Here's one uh, one question I will okay. ask. Does she, like, does she like board games? Jeez Louise, how did that not come up at all? That's oh, I have no idea. I'm going to assume probably not, um, okay. considering okay. that. I mean, but before we actually got on the phone, you know, we were like double checking. You know, okay, where where, where did mom give her the baby? I, 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 you know, I don't want you to be a scammer. You don't want me to be a scammer. We want to make sure this isn't like a false read. And so one of the yeah. things I did is while we were doing back and forth emails, um, for folks who don't know, if you back my show, Rado Runs Through on Patreon at the two dollar a month level, you get a monthly show called the Rado Ramble, where every month I just ramble through stuff. And well, the third episode of the Ramble I ever did was I did an hour long interview with my mom. Uh, audience gave questions about me and my childhood and and how I was raised, but her and our background with games and stuff like that. So I have this video that's exclusive for Patreon backers. I sent her a link of it, so she had watched that, so she kind oh. of knew who I was. It was mostly about me because it was obviously folks asking, but there were some questions about mom and her background. So I said, well, hey, this if, 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 if mom is your mom, is your first step before we actually talk. And so she saw me talking with my mom for about board games and video games for like an hour, hour and a half. It never came okay. up while we were talking. So I'm going to assume no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that would have been, oh, that's funny. Yeah. What, a, what a great story. Thank you for sharing that. Wow. I, I again, I'm, I'm so blown away. And yeah, it's, it's like absolutely incredible. I mean, not, I mean, I've known my whole life that she was out there somewhere. And, um, you know, because mom never made a secret of it. And it's just like, yeah, well, just one of those. It, wow. it was it used to be a different bit of trivia that somewhere out there. Yeah. There's yeah. a girl who kind of looks like me because um, I look very much like my mom. Although it turns out um, Tammy didn't. Yeah. I mean, Tammy, you, you can see the resemblance, but I think probably Tammy got more from the guy who was an older man who had a family and, you know, wasn't going to step uh, up and, you know, yeah. all kinds of, you know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, mom is just yeah, in the yeah. worst possible situation. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, it I worked out. Uh, 
I, I think that's incredible that Tammy would thank your mom for making. I know. That choice. I yeah, mean, that was her number one thing she wanted to do uh, because her whole that's life. That's awesome. Because she, um, you know, yeah. the, her ad- adopted parents were great. The one thing that my mom pushed for, uh, you know, because you know, there was a firewall. You're not supposed to know. But um, my mom, who was going to uh, uh, college to become a teacher, said, "I really want um, my my child to go to a teacher's." And so two teachers who couldn't, um, you know, have their own were looking to adopt. And so that's what she had been told. And she was. Did they do that or were they just telling me? And it turns out, nope, they did. The adoption agency placed her with uh, two teachers who had actually already previously adopted another kid. Um, and she had a great life. She herself grew up to be a teacher. So, I mean, that was just nice. amazing. Um, you know, because wow. me, I was home, my brother and I were homeschooled. My mom uh, trained to be a teacher. She was a teacher for our formative years. Uh, her daughter's a teacher. It's, yeah, a lot of teaching in the wow. house. It was great. Wow. That is, I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm choked up right now. This yeah, I know. Oh man, fantastic story! Wow. Okay. I, again, I, I cannot imagine what, what you all went through, but that, I think that's great. I, I think that's fantastic. And wow, what a story! Yeah. Well, anyway, so there's some trivia, and I think it is time I to mean, get talk to the about show. Trivia. I mean, I was like, I was like, this is your life. This is amazing. <laughs> that was a great story. Let's see. Let Thank me mark, let sure. me mark that one off though. Boom. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah, we've still got more requests, but that'll have to wait till next week, or maybe depending on how things go. Uh, you know, once we're done with the show, maybe we'll do some Q and A. Maybe we'll try and hit some more of this stuff. Yeah. Um, cool. Oh wow! Yeah, oh be... my gosh! Do you want to just do one really quick? This is a good one. Okay. Oh, you know what? We'll start the Q and A with that one. Uh, there's another. There can be only one, which I like. Ooh. A lot. It's a very cool question. Okay. Oh wait. Okay. Is it in the queue right now? I'm looking at it. I'm looking oh, can at you see it? Is it the one uh, from Goblin? 981, yeah. Yeah. Think about wow. that. We'll cut, we'll circle back that around after we're done with the show. But it is now time. Somebody asked earlier, what's the secret word? What is the secret word? Oh, man. Um, what do we... We talked about all kinds Wait of Wait a minute. Here. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Folks, you have to pause, we have to forgive us while we do a little bit of behind the scenes on camera. Do you have your list? I, I do. I just got it. Yes. Do I have my email. list? Do you have your list? Check your email. All right. Let me uh, let me look. Yeah, because I was yeah, about to start. I, I, I have no list. I got mine a few minutes ago. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, refreshing. Uh, folks, what happens is we when we come up with our list, Ruel and I come up with a list of 10 independently. We send it to a friend of ours who ensures there's no overlap, so we actually talk about 10 things. And then he sends it back. He sends uh, my list back to me, your list back to you. Okay, cool. Yep, I do have it. I do have it. Great. Okay. And uh, he was running late today, and we thought, okay, well, we'll just start the show without it, and um, you know, we, 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 we blather on for 30, 40 minutes yeah. anyway, and we, and we figured he had enough time, and he did. Let me go on ahead and copy and paste this over here. Right. Okay, so now we need a secret word for this list. Mmm. 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 Um, okay, I'm happy with this list. I can't wait to see what you came up with. All right. Yeah, we, 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 we're surprised by each other, and for a brief moment, we're surprised by our own list when it blows right down to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let's see. Did anybody have any suggestions? Uh, oh, sibling, sister, family, of course. Sibling, sister. Hmm. Um, I don't know if I can... Can I work that into... I, mean, I can do sister thing. pretty easily. Can you? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. okay. All right. Putting in all caps so I don't miss it. Sister. Big sister. Right. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, will that work? Can I work that in? Yeah, I can. That, that'll work. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Alrighty, so I have your list, of just a list of bit.ly links. 
Uh, so I don't know what you've got. And then I've got my own. Yeah, that's the other thing he does too. He tries to make it easier for us by actually getting the URL. So all I got to do is just copy and paste them in. Right as Ruel's saying his thing, I'm copying and pasting it. So I don't know right up until the audience knows what it's going to be. So that's it's, it definitely makes things easier. Um, is your thingy working? The uh, right banner. Box. Can you still update the banner? Let before me see. Going. I'm going to try right now. Let's see if it works. I typed in the word test. T-E-S-T. And, and we are there testing. Test yes. successful. I will put the old okay. word back because we're still in the pre-show. Um, let's see. Although, actually, no. I'm going to go that way because before we get going, we have to have a battle to the death, of course. Yeah. So, let's see. Battle, battle Royale. Royale. There we go. And uh, that'll that get going. going to win. If I, did I type it in right? It's nothing's happening. They're just swapping around. B-A-T-T-L-E. R-O. No, I, I said Battle Royal. Battle R O I A L E. Royale with cheese. Come on. Yes. Now. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right. There so you go. it is going to be an everybody. epic fight to the death. And my apologies right now for everybody who's listening to this as a podcast tomorrow. <laughs> That's why I started actually trying to do color commentary. So people who are like driving to work, I, I mean, they can't see it, but at least, you know, we can try to make it like an interesting sporting event. All right, this is a big crowd. Wow. I can't see. uh, Once again, I am surrounded, but I break free from the crowd and uh, and stab Valinor in the back. But then Brenner gets me in the back. Oh, my goodness. Uh, And I'm running away into the corner. And okay, I'm safe. All right, everybody's turned their back on me. I'm sneaking up on a knight whose name I can't read. I stab him in the back, and then I foolishly run right into the fight. And um, I'm going toe-to-toe with somebody who has a Master Chief sword from Halo. And uh, oh, man. Meanwhile, what else is going on over there? All right. Christopher Owen with his cute little uh, elephant nose. Okay. Oh, I, I, I looked away for a second. I am gone. Somebody took me out. We are down to head of metal. Christopher Ooh, Owen is on the ropes. Um, but Scott O'Brien and head of metal. Toe to toe, wearing the exact same glasses and bowler hat. But oh, Scott gets oh. the health pack. It doesn't look good for Head of Metal. All Head of Metal can do is soften up. Oh my gosh, Scott gets oh, a second pop. This is. <laughs> Scott must have friends in high places. And now Head of Metal and Mom Gamer go toe to toe with each other. You had to combine your forces. Oh, Head of Metal. Oh, no. Just hang it up, man. You're not going to make good it. Luck. The bowler hat, the battle comes to a conclusion. And it is Scott O'Brien with the uh, very big assist from the health pack gods. Is <laughs> yeah, the he got winner. two of them back to back there? That was sweet. <laughs> very cool. Way to go, Scott. Yep. And don't worry, folks. You are all regenerated to hang out and do it again. Oh, I love Kabuki Kid pointing out a bowler hat. I guess there was a little of the old ultra violence. Ah, yep. yeah, nice reference. Yep, well, we're well going to keep it so inside, we're not even going to explain ourselves. But I wish should at least say the name of it, right? Can I say at least the sure. name All right. of what we're talking A clockwork orange, yeah. folks. Clock you just wanted to prove orange. you were in on it, and you weren't just like going, mm, yeah, I get the reference. I wanted to make sure I was right. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, that's I, was like, I think it's a clockwork orange. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, okay, okay, my little droogies, let's uh, get going. So, we got to bring up, Was it? yeah, it was droogies, I believe. Um, I'm sure Kabuki Kid knows. Alrighty, so we put that on screen. The reminder that you can find all the episodes of the R&R at rnr.rado.com. Yes, Brenner, good vibes. Um, even if you didn't make it to the end. Oh, good times, good times. <laughs> Alright, there were some laughs, there were some tears in this episode. And, um, right, so you've got your list. Let me make sure I've got mine. Uh, there it is. You're gonna be number 10, I'm gonna be number 9. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Ah, 
Let's see here. Yeah, all right. We are ready to go. Are you ready to go? Is there anything else from the audience we need to address? Have I failed uh, no, to thank anybody check. for subscribing? Because there was a lot of excitement going on. Oh, we're Kill Dash 9, Dungeon Johnson. All right, so we're all caught up on the thank yous. Thank you, of course, to everybody for following as well. Every follow is getting us closer to unlocking another bonus top 10, which, man, eh, the rate we're going, it might happen in April. That'll be very interesting. But, yeah. um, um, quick nope. question. Yep. Uh, on my end, yes. Uh, I can still hear you. Discord, like the screen is locked up on my end. I don't know what's going on. Really? Uh, well, no one has said um, anything. I'm still moving around. Everyone, we okay? Uh, right. Yeah, let me look. Um, uh, chat? No, I mean, you um, should. You, I shouldn't be frozen. So it's just totally frozen for you, right? Totally frozen for me. This is weird. Okay. All right, I'm going to freeze you. Let's see. I mean, we could hang okay. up and restart. Okay, so that means that means you won't be able to see what I'm putting on screen, will you? Okay, no, I'm now it's good. I just I just uh, refresh the window here. We are good to go. You refresh the window? How do you refresh a window on Discord? Refresh window. I had uh, changed my view here. Um, I don't know why. Normally, I just have our screen here. Uh huh. I click something here. Now I have our screen and uh, myself on screen. Oh, I have to admit, I know nothing about. I know the absolute bare minimum about Discord just to be able to get online and do this with you. I have never really messed with yeah. it at all. Otherwise. Okay, we're we're good on my end. We're we're, okay. we're good. Good. That that would have okay. hampered things a little bit, I think. Just a bit. Right? All right. Yeah. So let me get over to Fun Again site. Right. Okay. And, and okay. secret word is sister. Uh, remember, folks. Fine. I cool. at some point am going to say the word sister. That's the game you're looking forward to send to contest at rado.com and all that. All uh, right. Fun again. 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 There it is. And uh, yeah. Otherwise, we're ready to go. Oh, 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 and yeah, of course the uh, it's a fifty dollars gift certificate. So we, I don't have anything on the chat on the table this time. Um, let's see, is fun again? Site up and Adam. What we're doing this week, folks, because it's our monthly. Hey, what games would we buy now? Uh, fun again games is in the middle of doing a uh, a spring cleaning sale. I believe. And, uh, you know, and so we were basically, that's why we were so late. I mean, it went live at 11 in the morning, you know, an hour before we went live. So we got on and we started searching through it. And I was like, I mean, I don't know what you got, but I've got some amazing, I I was just shocked at, you know, the games that are there. So this is basically us of the 400 or so games that they've got. These are our top 10 favorites. Why am I doing this now? I should, because I'm just gonna have to repeat myself when we actually start the show. How about I just take off my slippers because it's getting hot in here. Get comfy. Get there you go. In the... Okay. <laughs> um, right, Darian Texel. Like this is going to be an expensive episode. There. It should oh. be a cheap episode because these are some of these are ridiculous savings. I was really yeah. shocked. Yeah, I, you know, I, I I try not to go too terribly shilly. I mean, but I'm just honestly, the, you know. Anyway, okay. So let's uh, get going and let's see if any of these have already sold out. I mean, you know, just in the hour it's been up now because Carson. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yep. Oh, well, gosh. if it did, it did. Um. Okay. We'll do our best. Afterwards, uh, if somebody remembers to ask us, I had like 30, um, and I had to narrow it down to my top five and your top five. If somebody, if that's one of the first questions in the q and I don't know if you have more you want to talk about, but i got plenty more I could list. Same here. Yep. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, um, Kabuki Kid asked, it was sister. Sister is the secret word. All right. All right, so, all right, I need to go. I need to go to this page. Nope. That's totally the wrong one. That is the correct one. Okay. All right. Ready? Ready. <clears throat> hey, everybody. This week's episode of the R&R Show is brought to you by Fun Again Games. And hello, well. How are you doing, sir? 
I'm doing great, my friend. How's it going, Richard? Um, it's going okay. It's going okay. Uh, had a very eventful week. Uh, so far, actually, been a, a eventful few weeks ever since my wife started actually fundraising for the people of Ukraine by doing, um, you know, completely uh, zero profit sales of her new Ukrainian line of Witwat. She has gotten so many orders. She is so overloaded. She's going to be working on this until probably mid or the end of April, trying to fulfill all the orders because we did not expect the amazing outpouring of support that the board game. Um, populace at large was was willing to step up and help. We have raised, we don't have a final number yet, but we're getting close to $10,000 uh, in oh total. Gosh. And we've already sent on 8,000 of it. Um, and it's, it's. I just want to say a huge thank you. And I know Jen says the same to everybody out there. Um, I think we, we looked last night and she was down to only one last um, wit-wit for sale in her store. So by the time, if you go to ukraine.rado.com, it might be too late. They might all be gone. But, um, you know, just, just it's the thought that counts. And um, yeah, Jen's been working really hard. So have I. I have become a, uh, a production assembly line uh, mass shipper guy. Um, nice. I, I, I told you all the steps we have to go through. By the way, folks, did you know this is only half the show? Uh, in addition to the r r show, which you're watching now on YouTube, there's a pre-show and a post-show that we stream live every week where we go into all kinds of stuff. Uh, dig deep, lots of reviews of games and uh, interesting uh, you know, background tidbits. Uh, we both got a little uh, verklempt as we were talking about a bit of trivia about me today in the pre-show. And in the post-show, yeah. who knows what's going to happen. So if you'd like to see more of this, you can hit that eye in the top right corner screen and go to the R&R Show Extended Edition, where everything goes. Um, but today, we are here to talk about 10 games. And what games are we going to be talking about, Ruel? We are going to be talking about the 10 games we'd buy right now. So, yes. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks thanks to our sponsor, uh, Fun Game Games. Um, we've, they've got a big old sale happening right now. So, of course, we had to spend all night last night and a bunch of time this morning as well just going through everything that's going on there at Fun Again. And I think, well, at least from my standpoint, I've got games that I'm really excited about to talk about. And I know you've got some. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Games as well. I mean, they've yeah. got 400 games that are marked down up to 80% off. And so, really, yeah. what we did is we focused on. You click on this screen clearance sale. You have 400 games to look through. So we figured, oh, let's help you out and tell you the 10 we would, um, you know, uh, pony up for. And maybe you'll see some interesting stuff there yourself. And maybe you'll get lucky because one lucky viewer of this episode is going to get a $50 gift certificate for Funding and Games. It covers the games, covers the shipping, um, you know, and uh, how do they win, Ruel? Well, Richard, what they do is what you're going to do. We're so smooth. We're just silky smooth. Look at us go. Uh, totally smooth. <laughs> Watch this episode, and one of us is going to say the secret word during our list here. And what you're going to do is, when you hear that secret word, which today, for this episode, is sister. Yes. S-I-S-T-E-R, your mm-hmm. sibling, your sister. Once you hear one of us say that, you're going to take note of the game that we're talking about, then send the name of that game over to a an email yes. to ro- contest at rotto.com. Mm-hmm. So, not the word sister, but the game that we're talking about when we mention, one of us mentions that word sister. Contest at rotto.com. And you'll be entered to win that gift certificate from Fun Again Games. Yep, and uh, and we're going to make a few suggestions from what you might want to uh, uh, spend it on. Okay, so I yeah. think that's it. We've got the uh, the particulars out of the way. We can start counting down. Um, so yeah. you, I mean, I had about thirty I could talk about, and we will talk about some more of them in the post show. Again, for folks who would like to see the post show, hit that eye or follow the link down in the show notes. But um, you know. 
It was tough getting it down to five or getting it down to 10 and then getting it down to five because we share this list. How about you? Yeah. Yeah, I had um, at least 20 uh, right off the mm-hmm. bat. But then I was like, oh, okay, so what do I want to focus on or what do I want to highlight? So I picked some stuff. Well, you, you'll see. Well, you're going to see here uh, the reasons why I picked the ones I, I picked here. But uh, again, if you do hang out for the uh, post-show folks or the pre-show on Twitch, um, when we do this live, you can find out way more than oh, you yeah. get here on the uh, YouTube show. Yep. But okay. All right. Well, then, let's get going. Go. What's our number 10, Ruel? Our number 10 is, I'm going to start this, kick this off from a designer of well who is well-renowned. Number 10 is ah. The Hunger. Okay. Uh, this is from uh, Richard Garfield, who created this little game you might have heard of called Magic the Gathering. Also, some other games such as King of Tokyo. And this one here, now, I have not gotten a chance to play it yet. It came out last year, I think around Gen Con or so. And I do believe you have a run-through of it. Is yes, that I right? do. Or maybe... Okay. Uh, it's a deck building. It's, from what I understand, it's like Clank. It's got deck building. It's got a little bit of a race element to it because you are vampires, you know, doing your thing, doing your, you know, trying to stay away from people who want to stab you in the heart you know, with a wooden stake. And you've <laughs> got to do it before the sun comes up. So you go in, build your deck, and get the heck out. Now, this is really on my mind because there's a, an expansion coming out real soon. Oh, really? I, I didn't know that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, I just got an email from Renegade talking about um, there's an expansion. I don't know when it's going to come out, but that's why, um, you know, it's on my mind. Um, I really want to hear more about your experience with this. Sure. Um, because I have not been able to play about uh, play it yet. Yeah, I, I have played it. I have done a run-through. Um, you can, uh, you know, check that out. Just do a search for Rado Hunger, and you'll find it. Um, yeah, it, you're, you're entirely right. I mean, it, there's no getting around it. It is a reasonable thing to draw parallels between it and uh, Clank, which is particularly interesting because Clank is also published by um, Renegade Studios. Right. So, I mean, yes. I know when I first saw my video up, there were a lot of people saying, hey, wait a minute, this is just a ripoff of Clank. And I'm like, okay, so you're saying they're ripping themselves off. Okay, I, I don't know that that really tracks, but let me bring up my uh, video of it. It is a game, it is a board game, where we are building a deck of cards that has, you know, that gives us the ability to move through the environment, and we're kind of overall pushing our luck, trying to travel deeper and deeper and deeper into the countryside, because greater riches await for us the further we go, the further away we move from our castle. And uh, like Clank, where there's the constant, ever-present menace of the dragon who might get us if we make too much noise. Here, the the danger is the sun, because there's only so much time before the sun will rise, and if we haven't made it back to the castle, or at least the grounds around the castle, we will fry and get nothing. So, how far do you push forward before you realize, you know, I gotta turn around? Do you just stay? Do you not risk anything? And just try and stay and see if you can get lucky and catch some villagers um, for their blood, because we are vampires, um, you you know, around and not even go deep at all. There's a lot of different strategy you can do. And really, I think people are going to ask, well, should I get this or Clank? Or if I have Clank, should I get this? First of all, if you have Clank and you love it, you will love this game. There's no two ways about it. I tend to think of this as a... This is almost kind of like a next step from Clank. Clank is a very, very almost gateway game. I mean, it's very easy to teach. Uh, hunger requires more. It, um, you know, there's there's more computation. There's uh, you know more complex rules to keep track of. So, like I said, it is more of a of a gamer game as opposed to kind of a gateway game. It also has a very very cool card drafting system for how you build your deck and um, how you thin your deck as well. Because I mean, one of the main things we want to get into our deck are all these villagers who have special powers, but also uh, have a lot of blood, which is our points. 
Nice. The problem is, once we've gotten them and we've used them, they, um, I'm not quite sure what the story is. I tend to think of it as they've fallen under our thrall and they follow us around now. And so you have to, I mean, I just love the story. As you go deeper, you can imagine yourself as a vampire with a belly full of blood. You can barely move. You're so slow because all these villagers are now clogging up your deck. And um, so you have to find places you could drop them off. It's kind of like you're dropping them off on the way back um, home. And um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fast playing game. I would actually say the game takes less time to finish than Clank. And at the same oh. time, it is heavier and has more stuff going on. And a, and a broader mix of different mechanisms. And I think it's really, really clever. I mean, like I said, it's from designer Richard Garfield, you know, the, the father of Magic the Gathering. So that really should come as no surprise. And again, if you like Clank, um, you know, you could call this, oh, this is Clank the Vampire game. But again, it's a very, it does the same stuff, but in a very different way with its own unique feel. If you want to know more, you can go watch my run through. I talk about this in the final thoughts, but a good choice, I would say, for yeah, uh, number I, 10. Definitely. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to try this one. Uh, that's the hunger at our number 10. Yep. Uh, let's, let's move on. That. And by the way, this is part of the spring clean, uh, sale, folks. I mean, it, it's, I don't know if we're talking about prices and stuff, but it's mar- it's a pretty heavy discount. So check yes. it out, folks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, again, I mean, these discounts go, you know, anywhere from like thirty to eighty percent off. Um, yeah. There are some definite savings, which I think is as good a segue as any into uh, my number nine, Okana- um, Okanagan. Okay, and this is a game I have actually wanted to play for several years. Um, it's a tile laying game, you know, where players are you know building to a communal space, kind of, kind of Carcassonne, right? Um, mm-hmm. okay, noggin. But as you are placing these tiles out, rather than just putting meeples marking what it is that you uh, might want to do with them. Let me see. Hold on here. Let me get them on screen. I should probably put it on screen, shouldn't I? Uh, rather than um, you know, just, uh, putting meeples on screen or, you know, to grab the road or whatever, you have these different things. You have a tower, you have, um, like, a log cabin, and I think you have a a third type of building. And what happens is, uh, you know, these things are a laying... Uh, you know, laying claim on the landscape that's being built up, which, again, is, you know, kind of... There are no pictures of it on... um, Right. Shoot. Are there any pictures? Nope, there are not. So let me just say right off the bat, $12.99. That's why this is on this list. Oh wow! Um, yeah, wow. Uh, you know, there is no reason at you know at thirteen dollars the the cost of a couple cups of coffee on your morning commute not to give this a go. Um, and I've always been interested, but let's go on ahead and uh, take a look at it on Board Game Geek, right? Um, there'll be some pictures. Board Game Geek, yep. Okanagan. All right, there we go. Boom. And um, so the tile laying, you're, you're, you're creating your know, forests and you know castly bits and all of that. But you know when you put your tiles down, um, if you if it's a building, you put it on a given space, so that gives you access to that space. If it's a, a log cabin, you put it on the line between two types of terrain, so you are laying claim to both two types of trains. And then the towers, you put it at the epicenter of three or more. So that tower is letting you grab onto three bits of terrain. And what this is ultimately doing is area control. Uh, because uh, you want to, uh, you know, once a given area gets completely enclosed, whether it's huge or small, everybody who has a foothold in there is going to get something. But whoever has the biggest foothold gets the lion's share of the rewards. And that's one of the things I really, really love. Jen and I, we're really not big on area control games usually. We don't want to say, ha! 
ah, you work so hard and I'm stealing all that right out from underneath you with via area majority type stuff. But in this game, coming in first, that just means I get first dibs on the stuff. Now, maybe there wasn't much stuff in there, in which case I get everything, but if it's a big area, you're going to get some stuff too. And then the other thing that was really interesting to me, that is, if you don't win, if you don't get the lion's share of the stuff in the area that we were all vying for, you get access to these special power tiles. So everybody wins. As a Care Bear, that's what I want in my area majority area. I want an area majority where everybody's a winner. And that's yeah. what Okinawa gives. And I've looked through, actually I watched Z Garcia's run-through or video review of this on the Dice Tower, and he liked it. And I mean, the variety that comes from all these power tiles, it looks really, really cool to me. And I mean, yeah, I just got to give this a go for, for 12... I, 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 we didn't say if we were going to talk about price, but I'm talking about price. Okinawan comes in at number 9 because it looks great. I've wanted to try this for years because... Yeah. And area control for Care Bears? Yes, please. Yeah, that looks fantastic. I'd never heard of the game until right now when you revealed it. And for a couple of cups of coffee, I would totally you know, give that up. <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah, on. totally. That, that's, that is dirt cheap. That's a great choice. Awesome. Well, thank you. Okay, let's go. Let's move on to my right. number. Number eight. Uh, our number um, eight. And I hope, oh, come on. Uh, our number eight is. Number doing? eight, come on now, is mm -hmm. Dinosaur World. Now, for those of you who join us for the pre-show, uh, when we go live on <laughs> Twitch every Tuesday, we were talking about this, and I'm going to bring back a little bit of that conversation. We're actually talking about Dinosaur Island mm -hmm. and how much I love Dinosaur Island, the roll and write, which is called Rar and Write. Uh, this is Dinosaur World, which is the next um, bit in this uh, this world that they've created over uh, Pandasaurus Games. This is taking Dinosaur Island and expanding it even more. Um, so you have fans of Dinosaur Island, you'll see the very familiar worker placement. You're gathering DNA to create your dinosaurs. And hey, nothing will go wrong in a park full of dinosaurs, yep. right? It'll all be fine. That. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. What this does, though, it really um, it does create more of a sense of the park that you're creating. Because as you can see, you have tiles. So you're going to be doing some tile placement, which the original game and the Roll and Write game do not. So mm. you're going to place tiles and create an actual park that will expand. And, you know, we, again, we're not talking about prices, but I'm going to talk about prices. This game <laughs> retails for $60. It's almost half off. And I've picked up this box in real life. Folks, it's like picking up a sack of bricks. I mean, it is. <laughs> So heavy, and it's got so many components. It's got it's got dinosaur meeples. Come yeah. on, dino meeples. It's got tiles. It's got all the great components. Do the meeples uh, come with stickers? Dino. Um, I think those are stickers. I don't think. Or was that like a promo bonus sure. thing? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure, but okay. I know that there are dino meeples in the game. Uh, if you've never played Dinosaur Island before, if you're a fan of Jurassic Park, I, it's a must. It's a must play. Um, I love Jurassic Park. I love. Now, I did enjoy Dinosaur Island, but I like the Roll and Write more. Mm -hmm. But I'm looking at Dinosaur World. This may be the one that really uh, hits every all the notes for me because I do like that tile placement um, aspect of the game, and that's why it's our number eight Dinosaur yeah. World. This was on my short list. And I figured it would be on your even shorter list. But yeah, if you weren't yeah. going to talk about it, I was. Um, Dinosaur Island is a, is a very, very good game. Really lots of clever, interesting ideas. It didn't quite um, you know, hit me and Jen as hard as I would have thought. And... Um, you know what I've heard from some folks whose opinion I trust very much. So they have said I am going to love Dinosaur World. That all the, uh, the, uh, the the things that didn't work for me and Jen about Dinosaur Island have been replaced, like you said, with tile laying and and other yes. bigger ideas. So yeah, like I said, if if it hadn't been on your list, it would have been on mine. Um, nice. Yeah, because that's a crazy, crazy price. Uh, yeah. Our number eight, um, Dinosaur. <laughs> 
world. Uh, not 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 island. I was gonna say island. Dinosaur world. Dinosaur world. Right. Dinosaur world. Yep. yep. Cool. 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 All right. Good call, sir. Well, then let's move on to number seven, and uh, this is one I know very very well. I've actually my wife and I spent quite a bit of time playing it uh, last year when uh, we got an early release copy of it. What is it, you ask? It's Adventures of Robin Hood, which. Oh. Nice. I don't know. I don't know if you have played Adventures of Robin Hood, Ruel. Um, I have. Yeah, I have. you have. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, maybe you can just talk about it then. <laughs> well, I played the. Uh, uh, what I've done is I played the introductory scenario. Which okay. Does this? It does this really cool thing. Uh, it reminded me a little bit of Legends of Andor, where they don't really tell you. They don't give you like a rule book per se. They Correct. give you an introductory scenario to learn how to play it, which I think it was brilliant. And you, you dive right into the world, and you're using uh, the little pieces. It's almost like um. Gosh, how do I explain it? The little markers that you use uh, uh, signify different um, amounts of movement that you do. So you're going to move on that map and you're going to discover the different tiles. And it's almost like a little pop-up book where you like lift up the little tiles like, oh, this is uh, here now. And now we got to go find the section of the book that we read the narrative from. It's really well written. <laughs> that book alone... Right there, I I would put that on my shelf. That oh my gosh, so yes, nice. yeah. And by the way, Beautiful I was just joking. You didn't have to do it. I was just, I didn't oh, okay. think you were actually going to do my <laughs> job for me. But you can keep going. Um, but I don't know what you've got coming. Awesome. I don't want to have to sign up for that. So yes, thank you for the intro. Yeah, I mean the production quality on this game is phenomenal, which is why it's uh, so interesting that it is coming in at a very very good price considering what you get. This is a hardback. I, it's not leather, but it's kind of like a faux leather book with you know the ribbons and whatnot that you can keep in to play through. I forget. I think it's either a six or an eight chapter narrative campaign. And the real star of the show is the board. Uh, I, you know, like you said, it, it's not so much a pop up book. It's more like an advent calendar where That's there are all kinds of things hidden, strewn all over. Um, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, Prince John's Castle and Sherwood Forest and all of that. And as you're going through the story events will happen that will say, hey, flip over card uh, 78, or, you know, tile 78, and you'll flip that over, and what is it? Oh, it's a, it's a bandit who's, you know, attacking a, a caravan, and so, and you know, and, and you deal with that, and um, eventually, it'll go away, and you flip it back over, and now there's nothing in that space anymore. But you now know that's a place where bandits might, um, you know, actually, we're the bandits in the game. We're Robin Hood, of course, so, uh, yeah, where, um, you know, where, 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 uh, where we have our people getting captured by the guards, and we know that's a place where that might happen in the future, because because, um, you know, sometimes they're just guards. Sometimes they're rich, uh, terrible merchants who are just waiting to uh, make a donation to uh, the less fortunate among us. And um, so th- uh, the book, as you're going through, is constantly having you flip these tiles up and down, on and off. So it's like the world is alive. Uh, like there's actually a timetable that you're living in. This is not a game where the world just sits in stasis waiting for you to come along. You've got to respond to it. And it's so well done. I mean, you're talking talking about how it really just babies you into the game with a very almost video game like tutorial system and you know by the time you're in the second mission you pretty much know everything you need to know the the um the movement system is really great because your player token is represented by a little meeple that's you, but also these movement meeples that show how far you can move if you're willing to spend energy. And the more energy you spend, the more of these little meeples you get to put on and kind of position so that, oh, I want to turn tight around a corner and, and go as efficiently as I can, or I'm desperate to try to get from one bit of shadow to another bit of shadow. Because we're thieves. If we're caught out in the open, 
bad things can happen to us. So we're always trying to stay in the shadows, and it's super clever. My wife and I, we played through the entire campaign when we had it last year. We enjoyed it so much. And um, yeah, it's from designer artist Michael Menzel. And in the past, Michael Menzel, as a designer artist, made one of my top 100 games of all time, Legends of Andor. And now that's a heavier game, more gamer. This is definitely more kind of family weight, although it does introduce a lot of really cool new ideas. It is a hardened gamer like myself. I was like, wow, this is so cool. But um, it's wonderful for families. Uh, you know, just a uh, joy. I will recommend. Uh, some people are worried about, hey, if I'm constantly flipping these tiles, aren't isn't it going to get kind of beat up over time? What Jen, I found, Jen has nails. So she used her nails. It was no problem at all. Me, I used a butter knife. Um, so yeah, I mean, so that, um, you know, we played through the whole thing and I don't think you could tell that um, it still wasn't brand new. If uh, You don't have to treat it gently. You just have to, can't just like kind of paw at them. Um, you're, you'll do fine. I mean, I, I just mentioned this because a lot when I did my run through, a lot of people mentioned it. It looks like it'll just it'll self implode. Um, nope, just use a butter knife or long fingernails, and you'll be totally fine with our number seven adventures of Robin Hood. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad this man on the list because it reminds me that I recently just got a copy of this and I'd re- I played the, the introductory mode actually over on the Dice Tower um, during the Autumn uh, Spectacular mm. last year and I got a copy. I recently got a copy because Michelle and I want to go through it uh, and it's just, it, I'm glad to hear. I mean, I knew the components were excellent, but I'm glad to hear that it still looks new to you after going through the whole Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. Yep. Nice. Good stuff. Awesome. And, Great call. and as I understand it, there is going to be expansion content coming for it. I think it's already been announced yeah. for Germany, which means we will eventually get it in English as well. So I think the game, right. like and or before it, has a bright future. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Great choice. And cool. let's move on to our number six. That was our number seven, Adventures of Robin Hood. Our number six, we recently talked about it on our top 100 games of all time, is Raiders of the North Sea. <laughs> Yeah. I had to put this on there here because, go. I mean, it's one of my favorites, but again, the prices are almost ridiculous at Fun Again Games as far as, uh, you know, getting a quality game like this. Uh, it's a, a worker placement game uh, set in a Viking world. Again, one of our, we are both fans of Shem Phillips. Uh, yes. He created the North Sea world. Um, you are gathering your uh, members uh, to go raiding and pillaging and all the all the, uh, the fun stuff that Vikings do. As you can see there, the beautiful map, uh, you're going to spend the, uh, most of the game on the bottom half of that, saying your workers um, you know, crafting, uh, getting resources, and then you're going to eventually float on over, cross the river there, and then go attack villages and uh, gain gold and victory points and all that stuff. This is a, a, a gateway game, but with the expansions, it goes, it really gets into a gateway plus, I feel. And uh, this one surprised me uh, two years ago when I, I, I was able to get my wife Michelle into it. You know, mm-hmm. she wasn't really into the theme, but the, the gameplay was so good and. We we literally played it like a dozen times in like a couple of weeks. It was just one time after another. We really enjoyed it, and I love the the expansion content, especially. I think it's the the first one, um, the the one that adds the mead hall and stuff. So that's why it's our number six, Raiders of the North Sea. Yeah, I have to admit, I was shocked shocked when I saw this was on a spring clearance sale, because this is right. continues to be a hot game. It's gotten yeah. multiple expansions. I'm wondering, if does this maybe mean that Raiders of Scythia, the heir apparent to the Raiders of the North Sea, I wonder if that's going to be getting more attention in the future, and... We're getting a yeah. sneak of what's to come. I mean, it's uh, it's yeah. it's brilliant. My wife's the same thing. She does not want to play a game where she spends her whole time in a Euro worker placement way killing a bunch of people, but she loved yep. this one because the gameplay is so good. Yeah. 
Yeah. And um, now, yeah, I think that's, uh, I didn't even think about that. That's a great point. Like, are they going to start pushing Scythia rather than North Sea? Um, and, you know, Scythia is great as well, but what Scythia doesn't have is art by the Miko, right? The Miko mm -hmm. uh, does this mm -hmm. art here, which I know someone here is a big fan of. Oh, yes. Yes, very much so. <laughs> Although, I, 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 several people have uh, corrected me. Uh, for, for folks who don't know, apparently it's not the Miko, even though it's spelled M-I-C-O. It's supposed to be oh. the Micho. The Micho. The Micho. Yes. Okay, Micho. All right. Um, well, so that's is. something uh, that everybody should cool. be working for. Uh, unless, of course, I'm wrong, in which case folks can let me know. Because uh, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if I, I tend to get uh, Macedonian names uh, mispronounced just a little bit. But uh, yeah, a, a great, great game. Good call. Good call. Yep. But let us move on from uh, number six to number five. And uh, I'm really kind of bummed that this didn't make it into our number seven slot because it's Seven Wonders Architects. Oh, nice. And that would have been absolutely wonderful Perfect. if it had happened, but it did not. But let me go on ahead and tell you all about it. Now, I suspect most people are familiar with Seven Wonders. I mean, uh, I believe it won the Spiel des Jahres. I mean, you know, it kind of put card drafting on the map as one of, continues to be this day, one of the most common board game mechanisms or card game mechanisms we see today. And the weird thing that's always bugged me about Seven Wonders Architects is people always mention it in the same sentence as Ticket to Ride or Carcassonne is, Oh yeah, Seven Wonders, that's a great gateway game. No! It's a terrible <laughs> gateway game. Who thinks that? Um, because, man, trying to sit somebody down to the table for the first time with a modern game and say, okay, here's your seven cards, full of 5,000 icons, each one which functions completely differently. Go have fun. That's the, yeah. the antithesis of a gateway game. But not... Seven Wonders Architects. Uh, this is very much... It's in the same universe. It has a lot of the same feel. We are racing to build wonders. We are, um, you know, have multi-use elements of the game and all that. But it is stripped down to the metal and incredibly fast playing. And this is the very definition of a gateway family game. Uh, this is a game I would play with my mom. This is a game I would play with my sister. This is a game I would play with my niece and nephew. And, um they would all come back wanting a second game. How does it work? Well, um, it still borrows the idea that I care about what's happening to the player to my left and my right. Because between me and my neighbors is a deck of cards. And we can see what card is on the top of the deck. And when it comes to my turn, I'm either going to take the card at the top uh, between me and my neighbor to the left, or the card between me and my neighbor to the right. And then, um, it's face up, I know exactly what I'm going to get. Am I going to be getting military cards, trying to spur a war so I can get points? Am I going to try to do set collection with science? Am I just going to get straight up culture points? Am I going to get the resources I need to build my wonder? Um... And if I don't like the card to my left or my right, there's a face-down deck in the center of the board, and I can just say, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and, and tempt fate and grab one of those. And it's so simple. It's incredibly fast-playing game. This game takes less than 20 minutes, pretty much no matter the player count. Um... Although I, I should say this is not like Seven Wonders are completely simultaneous. I mean, player, it do, you know, the turn order does go around the table, but it's so fast and so fun, and I mean, it's just it is just joy in a box. Very interactive. You constantly care about. Okay, well, I really want to take this culture card because it's a five point card. But if I t don't take that science card to my left, my neighbor is going to finish a science set, and that's going to be even huger. Okay, am I going to start doing science myself? How am I going to work this? It's full of simple, light, kind of Euro gateway decisions that make a player feel smart. It is a, it is on the light side, make no mistake, but oh my gosh, this is just about the perfect gateway game um, that just makes people say, wow, I didn't know board games could be about this. 
This is really interesting, and it's colorful, and it's fast, and it's easy to learn, and everybody gets a unique player power, depending on what ancient civilization they do every time. I, I think it's phenomenal, and if you'd like to know a little bit more about it, folks, you can go watch the run-through on the channel, which was done by Kimberly Tolson, who uh, is... I'm sorry, well, you are no longer the new kid on the block. Uh, Kimberly is the latest addition to the channel. She did an amazing run-through of this, yeah. um, and really brought it to life, and I think sh uh, shows it to good effect. So, definitely do a search for Rado Seven Wonders Architects and uh, watch Kim show you just how much fun our number five can be. That is Seven yeah. Wonders Architects. Fantastic choice. And I'm so glad you brought up the whole is Seven Wonders a gateway game mm -hmm. or not? Because it, it is, and I totally agree it's not. Because how many times have you tried to explain the whole science thing? To oh my gosh. Gamer? Like, it's not happening. Yeah. You know? And what they did with Seven Wonders Architects was brilliant. Uh, they stripped it down to the core experience. And I absolutely adore this game. And again, like you said, Kimberly, her uh, run through was perfect. And, you know, one thing just uh, component wise, I just think it's neat that you're actually building the, you know, the wonder yes. in front of you. I it's not abstract nice at all. You actually are making yeah. the pyramid or the Colossus of yeah. Rhodes or whatever. And it broken in. Yeah, that's a really good point, too. There's kind of a fun toy factor to it also. Totally. All right. Great choice. All right. And let's move on to something a little heavier on okay. the spectrum here. Our number four mm -hmm. is Brass Lancashire. Yep. I have... Here's the thing. I have not played this game. I have played Brass Birmingham many, many, many times. It's in my top ten of all time. It's a Martin Wallace game. It burns my brain every time I play it. But I've heard that uh, there's certain people that think Lancashire is actually the better game. Uh, so both of these have spawned from the original Brass by Martin Wallace. But as you can see here, Roxley has you know updated it, uh, new rules, and just beautiful artwork. I mean, it's, it really captures that industrial age. Um, it is a pick-up-and-deliver game. Well, I actually, no. Uh, I think we had this conversation. We before, did have this argument was, in a previous what? extended edition of the R&R show. What That's is right. pick-up-and-deliver? So yeah, what is Pick'em Diller? But in this case, what you're doing, you are creating new industries uh, at the turn of the century here, and you've got to try to connect them to create them, connect the goods that are required to build those. Uh, and I think Lancashire, do, do they do the same thing as far as like two different ages that you're going to work yes. in? Like the rail, uh, the, so you uh, said you no, haven't played this the, yet, right? No, I've only played Let me return the favor. You stepped in on mine, I'll yes, step in please. on yours. Uh, yeah, yes. this is widely considered to be Ma Martin Wallace's masterpiece. And that's saying something, because right. man has a lot of masterpieces under his belt. And it's interesting you say, originally, um, yeah, uh, Brass Lancashire was just what Brass was called. And a few years ago, we had a beautiful, one of the most gorgeous-looking murals of the last five years, reprint of, and became Brass Lancashire, and then there was a spinoff called Brass Birmingham. Now, Brass Birmingham is the newer, the hot one, because it added new features like, um, you know, uh, beer brewing, in addition beer. to yeah. all the textile making and the coal manufacturing that we were doing in the original game. Um, and so I, I think there's, there's a lot of, oh, Birmingham's the one to get. I would say no, because Lancashire is... Uh, a more pure, stripped-down, um, you know, economic engine without a lot of extra fluff. Now, I will say it is the more challenging game because it's a bit less forgiving. Birmingham is a game that is... It's, it's odd. At one time, 
It's more complex. There's more rules to manage, but it's also more forgiving on a new player. So really, either one is great. Lancashire is the one I personally would choose to own because I like the greater challenge. And the challenge is trying to build routes between cities all throughout industrial era England. Um, And the crux of the game has always been the synergy between players. Because as soon as I lay down track, everybody's using that track. As soon as I make a coal-producing plant, there is a feeding frenzy trying to grab all of my coal so that other people can, um, you know, spur their industry. And you might think, oh, that sounds like it's really cutthroat. No. I built that coal mine there, or that coal plant there, because I knew it was in a perfect place where everybody else would want my coal. This is not a zero-sum economic simulation where everything must be done at the expense of your opponent. In this game, it is all about everybody um, you know, taking advantage of the opportunities we're all giving to each other as our industry grows. And like you said, in the first half of the game, we are literally shipping stuff around on canals. That's what's shown in the picture here. But then, once we hit a certain threshold... We um, flip all those uh, canals into rail lines, and now we're building rail, and that represents a huge increase in the amount of work that can be done, the throughput, that is historically accurate. So, I mean, there's a lot going on. There's, you know, trade with uh, spaces overseas, and, you know, just the overall presentation of this game, it is, it's interesting. It's kind of grim and grimy, because, you know, it's it's the er early era of industrialization in England. But it's also gorgeous somehow at the right? same time. It is yeah. absolutely incredible. And it, again, this one was on my shortlist. If, if you hadn't been talking about it, nice. I would have been talking about today the number four yeah. Brass Lancashire. Brass Lancashire, yeah. And again, it's uh, the reason I'm, I'm so happy to see this again because it, it's gone out of print a couple of times. You know, it's hard to get this mm-hmm. game, but Fun Again got, uh, you know, they, they have stock in stock now. And it's, again, dirt cheap for what it is. I yeah. Mean, I've seen, you know, the the game itself. It's it's Roxley, so you know it's uh, the components are top notch. So. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, of everything we're going to talk about today, if you're watching this show tomorrow, that one is the one that I think has the highest propensity likelihood of being sold out. <laughs> we're sorry, future viewers. Um, you oh, should have been well. here live on Tuesday when we streamed <laughs> on Twitch. Uh, but you know, you, I mean, can't be everywhere. I'm sure everybody had stuff to do, so that's that's okay. That's okay. No um, okay. But, yeah, yeah, fantastic. All right, number four, Brass Lancashire. Um, no, that is a classic Euro game, all about you know building up industry and um, all that. Let's talk about a more recent Euro hit, um, a big, uh, a, a very, very popular game from last year. Number three on the list is Origins First Builders, um, nice. which is when I saw this on the list, I was okay. Is this going to be my number one? Or is it going to be my number two or my number three? I'm not quite sure, uh, but I knew I had to talk about it. Uh, again, and if you want to know more about it, folks, you can actually go watch my run-through of it. It is out there. But let me go on ahead and show it to you on uh, the Fun Again page, where uh, it is you know, marked down 40% from MSRP. So that is a great deal. And this is a fantastic game from a very hot, new, up-and-coming designer, Adam Kapinski. And it's interesting. I mean, Adam Kapinski is more known for uh, kind of Ameritrashy, you know, dudes on a map style games. Uh, and I wasn't, I didn't know what to expect going into this, but this is one of the best pure Euro economic simulations we had from last year. And there's so much I love about it. I love the story this game tells. 
else. Uh, because it tells the secret origin of humanity's ascent. Because it turns out we had a little help from aliens. And so you, you go back, oh, we're in the era of antiquities, we're trying to build the great wonders and all that. But on the table are these cool little plastic flying saucers that represent the aliens. And um, we have to decide... How are we going to deploy our workers? Um, we have workers who have specialized in communication with the different aliens, so we can get bonuses if we send them there. But sometimes we need to so be inefficient and use them elsewhere. Uh, but we're uh, basically activating these aliens that give us the uh, the means with to build um, wonders, to uh, you know, do a lot of interesting tiling, to do a lot of engine building, to do a lot of set collection. This game has five or six different paths to victory, and they're all equally impressive. Are you going to invest in coliseums and entertaining your people? Are you going to invest in science that the aliens can teach us? And um, all of this is driven by workers and dice worker placement. Uh, one of my favorite things about it is that the, you unlock more workers by getting these cool little dice caddies that go on them, and then um, you know the dice themselves represent our experienced workers who we have to send out, because the aliens won't just talk to everybody. If the aliens are feeling a little haughty, you got to send one of your best workers workers out there. But your best workers really go to that action that I don't want to do, but that action I could send one of my crappy workers to. So it's a very interesting take on worker placement. It's dice worker placement, where the dice color and the dice pip both have different meanings, and you constantly have to juggle what is the smartest move to make. But then, of course, you're also um, devoting your dice to full-time running of your society, and so you're getting rid of them over time. And um, there's a lot of really interesting fun balancing going on in our number three, Origins First Builders. Yeah. Okay. I am really looking forward to playing this game. I recently just got a copy of this as well. Mm. Um, but three words, dice, worker placement. I'm all yep, in. Yep. That's, that's all you got to say. And it's a great price. Awesome. Nice uh, number three. Let's move on to our number two, Okey-dokey. which is... Um, ah, come on. There you is. can do it. I can do it. Number two. It's a favorite of mine. It is... Viticulture, the Tuscany Essential Edition. I knew there was no way you weren't putting that on your list. Yeah, there was. this was an automatic for me. I absolutely love Viticulture. I mean, just the theme. It's a pleasant, you know, hey, you're running a winery and all the things that go with that. But Tuscany, what this does is, as great as Viticulture is, Tuscany takes it to the next level. Before we go any farther, we should map. say, this is an expansion. Viticulture is yes, required this to is play. an expansion. Yep, yep. That's right. And that's why I wanted to highlight it, too, because... This expansion, folks, doesn't really go on sale much, and but it is on sale now at Funnigan Games. As you can see there, it replaces the original map. It's still got the same worker placement, but now you've got a couple of more things you can do. And instead of having two seasons, you're going to actually do all four seasons this time now. Mm. You're going to do um, you know different actions for e- um, each season. Uh, you have a little bit of area control in that map, which also gives you resources, which you can use. It brings in special workers. So in the original Viticulture Essential Edition, the brilliant part of that game was the the grande worker right yeah. that big worker that can go on any spot well this still has a grande worker but now has special workers that have different abilities and you can change it up from game to game either randomly or you can choose you know certain workers which i love and then you know you're gonna um you also have buildings that you can attach to your winery it's just it's, it's one of those expansions richard that i just love because it makes the base game better without yeah throwing a bunch of new things at you. It's new things that make sense within within the game that's really in, easy to implement, and it's just, again, it's a top 10 game of mine of all time. 
our number two viticulture with the Tuscany Essential Edition. Yeah, and that's not hyperbole. Um, that is truth in advertising. This, I think most people agree. Yeah, Tuscany is really cool. There's a lot... I, I'm sorry, not Tuscany. Viticulture is really cool. I mean, it's kind of what put Stonemeyer Games on the map and, you know, Rock Them right. Sorry. It's still one of the highest ranked games on Board Game Geek. But it's not until you get the Tuscany expansion, um, which adds all these different modules and so much depth and breadth to the game uh, and a lot more strategy of to it as well that the game really sings so yeah uh, yep. I, did, I knew I didn't even have to think about that because I knew there was no way you weren't putting that on your yeah, list. You know how much I love that game. Oh, yeah, yeah totally, 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 totally. Yeah. Um, All right. Not as much as I love our number one game, though, uh, Ruel. I was flabbergasted when Corrosion came across my line of sight on this super yep. sale. Uh, Corrosion made my top ten games of 2021. It is absolutely phenomenal. It is one of the coolest engine-building games you are ever likely to see because of everything it does. I mean, I feel like I've had a slow-moving love affair with Corrosion on this show going yeah. back until before Essen. It was like I was so excited with Essen Spiel, and then I think yep. it came up in another top ten, and so here it is again. And uh, it is... Uh, you know, for a really, really great price on this spring clearance. Uh, there's no way I wouldn't. This wouldn't be my number one must get on on of all the of all 400 things that are available. Um, and it is because, like I said, it is engine builder, and I love engine building games. I think a lot of people do, but this one does a lot of really cool game changing ideas. The, the key to the game is in the title, Corrosion. This is set in a steampunk era of industrial world. Although there's really not any... It's just... You know, it's only steampunk in that there's a lot of steam everywhere. It's steam everywhere. <laughs> and it's corroding everything. It corrodes our money. It corrodes our engines, our machines. Um, and what we're constantly having to do in this game is deal with the passage of time. Because every player has a board, and at the center of the board is a little spinning dial. Which, um, the more the more it spins to the right, that represents more shifts in my factory. And it's interesting. There's a lot of games. Or not a lot. There's not as many as I would like. But I love games that have the passage of time being a resource that you have to manipulate. That you have to pay attention. Right? Okay, in two rounds, I know this is going to be over here and I have to prepare for it. And this is how much time I've got. And, and you're constantly like, spinning all those plates. This game is interesting in that the wheel that represents the passage of time doesn't turn automatically. It only turns if you say it does. It only say if, uh, if you say, okay, we're going to the next shift. We rotate it. And what will happen is when I rotate that wheel... Um, good things and bad things can happen. Some engines will only activate when I rotate the wheel. So unless I start rotating the wheel, my engine is just sitting there doing nothing. Other engines won't activate at all. They're generally more powerful until the wheel eventually reaches them. So I want to get the wheel over there as fast as I can. Um, now I also... This is a, it's a... There's a bit of deck building in this game too. All of our engineers that we can hire, that we can send out to our factory to do different things. And once I've played my engineer, they don't come back into my hand until the wheel rotates so that they can they can end their shift and they can come back into my hand so I can play them again. So there are a lot of things that incentivize me to be rotating this wheel like crazy. The thing that um, disincentivizes me is it also destroys everything. Because when it yeah. eventually gets... To, I mean, it's great when it gets to the engineers. They come back to work. When it gets to my engines, they're dead. They're toast. They're, they're, they're finished. They're kaput. And I lose them. I mean, they literally crowed away to nothing. If I haven't found a way to spend my money that is stockpiling, uh, my money will literally corrode away to nothing. Unless... 
I can make sweet, sweet chrome um, engines and chrome money that will survive. So that can be one of the things you're shooting for, trying to build an engine that gets you towards chrome. But you could also be building engines that just try to meet short-term or mid-term or long-term objectives. There's a very, very cool objective card system that is quite unlike anything else I've ever seen before. And um, it's interesting. I, I, I love this game. Like I said, it made my top 10 of the year. It does so many cool things. I love engine building. I have seen some people worried or complained that they played and said, yeah, I, you know, I played it two players and it took us four hours and we didn't even finish. We gave up. There's a, there's, oh, wow. if, you, if you're at all interested in this game, I just want to repeat this. I can't repeat it enough. Remember, everything else I said, put it aside. This is a race game. If there is one player who is pushing time forward so they can get the most they can, even if it means they're going to corrode their factory to the ground if they are moving fast and you'll gra- this is a game about grabbing that bird in the hand no time for the birds in the bush um, if you're doing that if every because everybody has control over that wheel there are tricks you can do to stave off the passage of time and if you want to you can just kind of get yourself into a loop where well, I'm just going to keep making engines so that I can make more engines so that I can make a cooler engine so that I can make a better engine But to what end? At some point, you have to actually get something out of these. And to do that, you have to sacrifice this stuff. So if you go in with the right mindset, you are going to have a blast. If you love fast-playing, race-focused engine-building games, or racing-focused engine games, I should say, uh, which is why Corrosion makes the number one spot. Yeah, I, I, another one that I'm looking forward to. I had a feeling of your the, the this one and you Origins. Do. I figured those two are a lock for you. Yeah. So yeah. nice to see it. And yeah, it's been nice to see your love for Corrosion grow throughout the R&R show. <laughs> it has. Here it is now on sale. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Great. Well, folks, that is it. We have finished another episode. Uh, hopefully, uh, you may have found something interesting uh, amongst all of that. Uh, business, but the important thing is, did you hear Ruel or myself say the secret word sister? Uh, was there a mention to Twisted Sister? Uh, did somebody say they're not going to take it? No, they're not going to take it. They're not going to take it anymore. If in that that happened, do not tell us about the song that was sung. Instead, what game were we talking about at that time? Send the name of the game to contest at rotto.com and maybe you will win the $50 gift certificate. We will be doing a drawing for that a week from now. So you basically have until March 29th, 2022 to find... And uh, uh, Spoiler, there's no secret. There's no Twisted Sister reference. I just couldn't help myself. Um, there's, there were other uses for the word. And um, yeah, see if you can spot it. Send in to contestraw.com. Maybe you'll be the big winner. We'll do our drawing next week. And I think that's it, Ruel. Are we out of here? I, I think we're out of here. We have done our ob- obligatory reference to a song from 30, 40 years ago. So I yes. think we're good to go. My that's how you know the show is over. When we start showing yep. our age in the worst possible way. Um, <laughs> yes. Cool. Okay, well, uh, thank you once again, Ruel, for um, you know, bringing the goods. Thank you, folks, for watching. And um, thanks to folks who are watching live right now. We're about to go into the post show where we're going to talk about a bunch more games from this list. Remember, folks, hit that eye up in the top right corner of the screen if you'd like to watch the full unadulterated, unedited um, director's cut of the R&R show. But otherwise, in closing, I'd also like to say thanks very much to our sponsor, Fun Again Games. Have a very nice day, everybody. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, Bye-bye.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. 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 All right. Now we're Welcome back. And hey, we have 15 yeah, minutes was... the way it should be. Yeah. Not, not not bad at all. We were we were on a schedule. And again, welcome back to everyone that's uh, joined us for the post show. Did yes. you all get the secret word? Um, if you didn't, if you're you can subscribe and whisper Richard, and he will just tell you where it is. Oh yeah, I, I, I will make no secrets about it. I've yeah. And it's interesting so... too. I originally had a way I was going to say it, and then uh, in the middle of it, I thought, oh, that's a much better way to say. It. So I actually. Uh, pulled a onesie twosie on myself. I don't know if that makes it easier or harder to find. Um, but yeah, folks, okay. so many benefits nice. for subscribing here on Twitch. One of them is don't stress over if you can't find the secret word. Just uh, I, actually, I think I've seen three whispers have already come in asking where uh-huh. it is. I'll get to you folks after the show and I'll let you know so you can enter easy peasy lemon squeezy. If you don't want to subscribe to the show, by the way, totally understandable. Um, you know, and certainly, I mean, although if you have an Amazon Prime account, remember, it's totally free. It costs you nothing yeah. to get all those benefits. But you could also uh, subscribe to the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash Rotto. For just $1 a month, you will get uh, you'll, you'll get these whisper benefits. You'll basically get all the benefits, uh, stream avatar that are listed on the subscriber stuff down below. Although if you back it $2 a month, you can get that um that ramble show. You can get early viewings of all the videos I do on the YouTube channel. You can do exclusive solo gameplays that only backers of the show get to see. All kinds of stuff. But anyway, uh, we can finish. We're, we're done with the sales yeah. pitch for Give Rotto Money. And um, <laughs> we're into the Q&A. So um, let's see. Yeah. We did talk about it. So you have you have other stuff, right? Let me see if I can find my um, shortlist. Because I was just using the, uh, the follow-up. Let me okay. see, where did I put my um, full I was just going to say, do you want to talk about the thing that um, Goblin had uh, mentioned right before we went um Okay, yeah, let's do show. that. Let's do that. Okay, let me pull that right. back up. Okay, so uh, I apologize, um, Brenner. We're skipping some of yours. Super 1491. Um, you requested more trivia. We will get to that next week. But I was just, I mean, apparently you saw it too. Uh, hey, Ruel, there can be only one, says Goblin 981. Witnessing the yeah. end of humanity... Or the beginning of humanity, however you define that. So, this is basically a time travel question. What would you rather be able to watch? And you know what? For me, that's an interesting question that goes beyond just humanity as well. I also, um, as a follow-up, the birth or the end of the universe as well. What if you could safely travel in a time machine or, I don't know, some kind of viewer or whatever, what would you like to be there for? Birth or end of humanity? Birth or end of the universe? Fantastic question. And this is one of those things you could sit here all night and talk about <laughs> it. Um, I would, oh my gosh. As much as I wanted to see the end of it, I think it'd be a little more interesting to go back and see the beginning. I want oh, to see which. where all of this, or, you know, you just oh. talked about Origins First Builders. I want to see the aliens that were here. <laughs> help us out, right? I'm not but, saying I'm it was aliens, case, but it was aliens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was aliens. You know, come on. Uh, I saw Indiana Jones and Kingdom of Crystal Skull. We know all the secrets. Um, I, I don't. I, I can make a case for either one, but I feel like, just me personally, I would like to see the start. When are we ever going to disagree about anything? 
It really? I thought you would be. Uh, really? You, you um, no, no, no. I mean, I don't care. I mean, well, first of all, the end of humanity. God, that's going to be depressing. Right. That's yeah. It's that's going to be so at the same horrible. Time, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. This is it. You yeah. Know? And I mean, I mean, I mean, there are so many. Uh, I mean, I, I would just like to know what the world was like back then. And of course, you know, again, as yeah. you said, however we want to define it. I mean, obviously, there's lots of different concepts of what is the beginning of humanity. Is the beginning of humanity as we know it today the first time we planted seeds? I mean, you could make an argument right. that oh, that's what we think of as humanity. Or is it the yeah. first time a child was born that switched us over from Homo, whatever we were, to actually Homo sapien? I mean, um, right. or is it? Do we want to see the moment that the uh, the the we came down from the trees the first time um an ape decided hey you know what i can't see over this grass i'm gonna try walking oh i'm pretty good at this and you know what i'm gonna survive longer and i'm gonna have more kids and i'm gonna spread this and you know there's i mean all of those things i think there would be a majesty to that it would be so deeply meaningful and personal um you know to to see any of those moments to see i mean if you you want to find it to see i mean the the preeminent step of you know the first uh, sea creature that came out of land. Um, I guess I'm not interested yeah. in seeing the. Uh, f- Honestly, if I could, I would want to see the first. What is the definition of life? I want to see those first more than those ends. And that's not to say I'm not. I yeah. wouldn't be fascinated. I would love to have a cheeseburger at the restaurant at the end of the universe. Make no mistake about it. <laughs> uh, we're all nice. got all the references today. But um, no, I, 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 I think yeah, so. Really it's like, what about the yeah, universe itself? Know. Right. I, I want to know, is the start of the universe like that scene from Space Odyssey 2001? Is there a big monolith? Oh! And, you know, do a bunch of apes start banging on it? You know, I want to see, is that it? You know, but uh, Cheeseburger at the end of the universe, that would be pretty cool, too. Yep. Um, but I, 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 I'm definitely more of a, I want to see the beginning of yeah. the universe. I want to see the beginning just because I want to see those Infinity Stones come out. And I want to see Galactus. And I want to <laughs> yeah. see all the things from the previous universe come through. Because That's I'm being right. silly in a Marvel nice. fan. Yeah, but that was a fun one. Yeah, I, I, I was definitely yeah, was interested great. in that, that topic. Perfect. Um, right, great. but let's do some Q&A. Let's do some Q&A. Folks, yeah. folks, did you know that if you ask us a question, but you start the question with a question mark, then it goes into a special queue, which means we won't accidentally miss your question, and we can answer it. I already have one that I put in the queue before we started. Let me... Is, uh, do you have it up, or can I find it? Is it still there? Uh, yes, oh, okay, shoot. here it is. Just, it's from Kyle. Okay. I will put it on screen. Uh, Kyle actually sent a question to questions at rotto.com, which is normally for the podcast. Um, but he asked, hey, could you ask this on the show? So um, Kyle asks, uh, this is a question for Ruel. Um, oh. I don't do Twitch, but I listen to the podcast, and I was curious. Based on um, Ruel's recent revelation that you were having trouble playing Bonanza because of you know the card ordering thing, this was a topic that came up in last week's show, have you ever played Luxor? And if so, is it just as unplayable for you uh, since it relies on preserving the order of cards in your hand? And you could be on that. I mean, there are plenty of games that do this besides um, Luxor, which yeah. is a very cool little uh, fast-paced uh, race game from Queen Games. Right. Um, I have not played Luxor. And oh, you should. You'll like it. You'll like it a lot, I think. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. No. hold on. I would have said you'd like it. But I don't know. But... The card thing. So how, uh, like, okay, so Bonanza, Bonanza and again, I, I know we're going to have the beanheads coming after me, but uh, <laughs> Bonanza, remember, uh, <laughs> that is a prime, that is a card game through and through. So it just, it's just very natural for me to uh, do that, to reorder my cards. However, in a board game like Luxor, you know, I'm going to have that set card of hands, but I'm going to have other stuff to do on the board, I'm assuming, right? I've got things to worry about. I feel like I it wouldn't bother me as much as a pure card game would. Yeah. Well, I would say Luxor is not as puzzly. 
I mean, not yeah. as puzzling. From what I understand okay. of Bonanza, I mean, from what I know of Bonanza the Duel, it really it becomes a very very challenging thing. Whereas Luxor is a more lightweight. If you although it's a queen game, okay. so it's got lots of modules you can turn on to you know bump up the right right. But just playing base, it's a pretty simple race game. I think you would enjoy it. I think you okay. would you would find yourself. Compa- more compatible because it's less puzzly. On the flip side, okay. I bet um, Wine the Film, which is uh, one of these games I played it uh, from your friend, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jin, Jin, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know if he's. I don't know if he's ever tried to push that on you, but that would probably make your head explode. Maybe even more so yeah. than Nanza. You know what? Uh, and the thing is, I played that with Jin. Really? Uh, the, yeah. The original and the, the thing, it, the the not moving the card that didn't explode my head. It was the colorblind excess. Of course. Yes, cool. you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. Thankfully, they have a new edition that uh, fixes that, so I'm looking forward to playing that again. Because that, that game was, again, I saw for what it was. It was brilliant, but at the time, it was just unplayable for me yeah. because of the colorblind yeah. stuff. But, okay, yeah, great well, question. All right, let's move on. I've got the list here. Uh, Goblin asked a while ago, Ruel, are you tanned? Or is your camera red? I think there is a red tint that sometimes is, is in your tint? videos and sometimes it's not. What is going yeah. on? It's an OBS thing. I I have no idea. Let me oh, okay, OBS. so it's not the lighting yeah. of your room is changing. Yeah. Uh, I'm, wait. You know what? Maybe no. Well, it just I changed a lot. Just the second. Yeah. Oh wow. What what happened? You just right plunged there? into darkness. Okay. We, uh, the lights are still on. Okay. Yeah. We risked the gremlins folks. coming out. Yeah. Where is oh. See, this is that funny thing where on, in OBS the camera control just sort of slides on me sometimes, just because it feels like it. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Now, how's that look? Oh, that's that, that. That is less red. I would say you're a bit. Less red. You're still kind of a bit dusky. dusky? Um, okay. You probably want to, but you're you're certainly less red now. So basically, okay. um, you're going to chalk that up to pilot error. Yes, pilot error for sure. All right. Okay. I will Thanks, let Goblin. you take over the questions now, since you normally do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to uh, Duck of Death. Um, I, I always love reading Duck of Death's um, uh, name on. <laughs> Duck of Death Five. Uh, well, I read on your so, Twitch be, channel yeah. that you like reading. What books or genres are your favorites? Oh, great question. Um, I do enjoy reading. I don't read as much as I used to, but I, I like you know sci-fi. I you know what I really enjoy. I read. I love in, uh, reading people's autobiographies. I'm into memoirs and stuff like that. Um, fiction. Uh, you know, I love reading the Star Wars novels. I, I'm I'm a little bit all over the place, but I don't read as much as I should or I used to. But thanks for the question, Doug Death. What about you, Richard? Are you much of a reader? Or I, in college, I was books. a voracious reader. Growing up, I, my mom said she was worried that I was living my whole life just you know with my nose in a book, not even paying attention to the world around me. Um, and right up to college, in college, I read so voraciously. I couldn't wait for the latest. I couldn't afford the hardback books. Uh, They were too expensive. I didn't want to wait six months for the softback. So there was a bookstore in the University District of of Seattle, Washington that would rent books. And I would rent them by the week and devour them as fast as I could. I was such a reader. Um, But then when I went to the video game industry and I just found, oh, I have no spare time anymore. uh, I I, I kind of fell off that wagon. And I thought, hey, leaving the video game industry... That'll be this will be it. It'll be my chance. I'll finally go back because my wife's a voracious reader too, and she would love if I would read all the books she's reading so we could talk about them. And I thought that was going to be the case. And I have become a voracious reader of rule book manuals. <laughs> yeah, of rule books. There yep. it is. Great question. Thank you, uh, friend. Uh, let's move on to this one. Uh, what were? Wait, did it? Oh, yeah. I'm just not touching them because if we both try and do it at the same time, we can accidentally delete it. So yeah, and I think. Oh my gosh, come on now. Did that just happen? Oh no! Do uh, I need to take back over? 
while Cass was asking, what were the other games on our list that we were going to talk oh, about? Oh, yes, yes. You're going to put that on the screen? Somebody must have said that, right? I'm trying to. I don't know. I've got to do the whole refresh thing again. All right, okay. Okay, I think I've got it. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Boom. Yeah, Ka Cass and Miller. Wait, oh, oh, you're, okay. It has died. It's also, I'm clicking it, but it's not coming up. So you're right. I will yeah. also refresh and we will race because we cannot answer that question without actually having the text on the screen. And <laughs> oh man, I love feature chat so much, except it's just not, it's, it's, it is now not going to work for 40 seconds. It just won't work. Yeah. And after 40 yeah. seconds, it will come back. So while yeah, we're waiting no, for I that, had, I, I, I totally forgot. I was going to try and find my list. Yesterday. Yep. Come yep. on, feature chat. Where are you at? Yeah. It'll, it'll come back in a minute. Um, right. So yep. coming back. Okay. But in the there meantime, righty. Okay. Yeah. Geez, Louise, where to start? Um, let's see. The ones that were uh, the rest of my, you know, obviously you I, it was my five and your five. The rest of my mm -hmm. ten were um, Key to the City London, which um, Key, ah. or, um, Key Flower is in my top ten games of all time. Key to the City London is basically key flower gameplay set um, during the growth of London instead of you know some small colonial village, and it really streamlines Key Flower, makes it a faster playing game. I still prefer Key okay. Flower, but I thought Key uh, Key to the City London was fantastic, and it's forty two percent off. Steampunk Rally Fusion is a great race uh. game. And I kept it for nice. years. The only thing that made me get rid of it was Cubitos is a better race game. But yeah. um, but this one is still fantastic. I love it to bits. Oh, I see the refresh happened for me. It happened for you a bit quicker. Uh, so we got uh, Cassandra on screen. So yeah, I love Steampunk. It is such a great engine builder slash race game. Uh, slash... Um, uh, oh, tiling, engine building, race game. So clever. It's got a great sense of humor. I highly recommend it. If you don't mind your race games having a little bit of, oh, I set a trap on the track for you. It has a little bit of that kind of stuff, which I'm not crazy yep. about. Pendulum from uh, Stonemire Games. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a Marmite game. People love it or hate it. Yep. I still love it. And I still maintain it is better played without the real time because then it becomes a more lightweight, almost gateway version of Sulk in the Mayan calendar. It becomes a game all about managing the passage of time. Just like what really? I was talking about with Corrosion. And it's better oh, okay. played that way. But everybody thinks I'm that's... crazy. Um, no, but then everybody complains, oh, I hate this game real time. But yeah. I refuse to listen to Rado when he says that the turn base is actually better. I don't get it. Wow. Um, so uh, the turn base, uh, that uh, that's an official variant. Yeah, right? yeah it's, it's in the box. Cool. It has There's okay. extra components in the box that lets you play it as a turn-based game. And I think it was okay. actually done as a way to allow players to learn the rhythm of the game. Because it's yeah. it is daunting to play that as a real-time game the first time. So you can kind of right. learn how the passage of time and how you can strategize so that you can then be better at the real-time game. I don't even bother. I think it's a great turn-based game. Um, let's see. Wow. Oh, and then I had Brass, and I had Dinosaur World, and I think those were those were the rest of my um, sh uh, my top ten. But then I got a bunch more. What about you, though? Yeah. Okay. Uh, top ten for me, the the ones that we had. Um, Sheepy Time was one. Oh that I my really, gosh! Really Where's yeah. my Sheepy Time? Where my Sheepy Time? Is it at? up there? It is. It's over yeah. here somewhere. Oh, I love that yeah. game. Yeah, it's such an underrated game. Uh, it's got that Rondell mechanism, mm -hmm. very, very cute. Uh, one of those games that looks like it's for like kids or like younger gamers, but it's not. It's they not. really should not have themed it that way. I think they, I think yeah. it, they killed themselves. Everybody thinks it's a kids game, and I mean, yeah, you can, you can strip it down and make it kind of a gateway game, but it is not a kids game at all. It's not a gateway game. Yeah, that's right. Uh, another one, a Via Nebula. This is a mm. Martin, another Martin Wallace from Martin game. Wallace. Martin Via yes. Nebula is kind of um, brass yeah. light, brass turned into. We're Totally, a, a yeah. cute, adorable, cartoony family game. Yeah, that's totally what it is. Brass light, folks. Um, it's got this funky theme to it, and it's got these really cute pig meeples and stuff that I, I always adore. Uh, number three for me, Ragusa. 
Um, mm. This was strictly because I'm now this fan of, uh, of Fabio Lapiano. Fabio Lapiano, yes. Yeah. That's another I have not played it, but I'm a fan of his now. So I believe Ragusa was not his first design, but it was his first one that really got a lot of attention. Um, yes. Or wait, no, I, no, Kalamala. Kalamala was his Kalamala, first big that's game. That's the one. I, I and love I really wanted to play it, except at the time it was a three-player minimum. But they've since released two-player rules. Um, Ragusa right. is very good, too. It's a very clever, okay. really interesting twist on worker placement. What is this nice. from? I just found a... I'm going to figure out what game something. that goes into. Um, okay. Yeah. I uh, li- we like it quite a bit. It's a, it, the area control... It's a worker placement slash area control thing. Your workers become you know vying for dominance. And we found, for us, it got a little bit more cutthroat than we liked. But I did think it was very clever. Oh, okay. Cool. Nice. Uh, the other one I... Uh, other two I have on my list. Fantastic Factories, the Manufacturing. Yes! Extension. Fantastic Factories is a brilliant light engine builder and manufacturing just adds more stuff. Another resource, I think it's like vitamins or something like that. And uh, it's just, it's a fantastic game. Um, yeah, fantastic, fantastic Factories has got to be in my top three engine building games, period. Holy, It is absolutely. so good. And I am so jealous. I want those manufacturers. There's two, like I said, there's the, there's the manufacturing, which just adds more stuff. And then there's the other one. Yeah, subterfuge. Yeah, which, which adds a bunch to take that. Take I don't need that. that one. I'm very happy they decided to make two separate ones. Here's the Caribou yeah. one, and here's yeah. the Cutthroat one. And you can mix and match them if you want, <laughs> but you don't have to. So good on them. Yeah, love it. Yep. And then the, the other one on my list, uh, we I touched upon it earlier. Dinosaur Island, Rar and Wright. Rado, you need to play what, this oh, game. Wait, it's, is Rar, I didn't see. Is Rar and Wright in the clearance section? It is. It I is, didn't uh, even freaking see that. Much. I might have put that yeah. on my list. Then I missed that. There are four hundred. So yeah, there is a ton, but I I really want you to play this one because for a roll and write, it, it it's Dinosaur Island the roll and write. It's per it's just a fantastic game. Brilliant. I'm gonna mention games. a few more. Those are the other games um, I'm game. just gonna rapid fire them, folks. You can pause later and take notes. Rapa yes. Nui, Lizard Wizard, Wonder Woman, Minerva, Rosetta, Agra, Johari, Glow, Spirit Island, Jagged Earth, Hero Realms, and a lot of Hero Realms expansions. Lawyer yep. Up, Curious Cargo, Florenza the Card Game, Adrenaline from CGE, Deep Blue, a uh, great little game from uh, Days of Wonder, which is now made much better. I, there were some complaints. They actually fixed them after I filmed my run-through. Um, Deadly Doodles 2, Chai, Draco, and a Draco expansion. Fertility, The Hunger, I did have that on my slightly longer list. Curators, a neat little uh, Tetris game. Um, another patchwork. How many patchworks are there? I saw Patchwork Valentine's Day, so it's a bunch of hearts <laughs> all over it. Revolution of 1828. Ruel, you have to play Revolution of 1828. You love Wait. War um, Waterdeep so much. Watergate. Imagine yeah, Wars of Waterdeep. I'm not sorry, not Wars of Waterdeep. Um, uh, Watergate. Nixon thing. Yeah, Watergate. Watergate. You love Watergate yeah. so much. Imagine Watergate designed by Stefan Feld, set in the yes, year 1812. I played it. Yeah, it's a great game. Mm-hmm. Fantastic game. Swords yes, of Sorcery. Uh, School of Sorcery. Wendake. Liftoff. A very uh, terribly overlooked little game about the early uh, space days. Um, oh, Comanauts. And, and uh, oh, yeah, okay. And then I was repeating myself. So that those were all the ones I was thinking. I can't believe I, I totally missed um, Roaring right there. But um, yeah, yeah, a bunch of stuff. It's good stuff, and all of yeah. those folks anywhere gonna... from like thirty to eighty percent off. Yeah, crazy, uh, folks. You're, you all are going to have a good time looking through that site. All right, do we have any more questions? Stuff, yeah, uh, we can do a couple of questions. Right. Okay. Now. I mean, we are. Uh, yeah. What, what do you want to do? A couple of questions, real quick here. Well. Oh, oh, oh no! Oh, oh no! Man, this queue has gotten insane. Yeah. Oh. Oh my gosh. Look at this. Do you want? Okay. Do you want to try and let's just try to blitz through some of these. Okay. 
Right. Uh, I'll, I'll just I'll just throw them up here. Okay, yeah. first. And by the way, folks, uh, another great thing about this system: if we don't get it, this queue is persistent. This queue will be here next week, yep. so we can pick up where we left off. In Gremlins, yep. when is it no longer after midnight? Um, I don't know. I don't have a daylight savings time joke. I'm sorry. Do you yeah. have one? Yeah. I feel like it's there should be one that's really obvious, but yeah. Uh, real quick, Ruel, how excited are you about Freddie Freeman joining your Dodgers? I yeah. am very excited. Thank you for the question. Go Dodgers. We're going to win the World Series this year. Is that a big deal? Uh, is he a uh, hot potato? He is hot potato. And he is a Southern California kid through and through. So he's coming back home after uh, playing for the Braves. Uh, hometown uh, hero. Yeah, hometown hero. Uh, oh, here, a Kabuki kid. Is it? T- it's time to ask again. Chicken update. Well, that's really best asked on the podcast at questionsaraw.com so my wife can fill everybody in. The chickens are fine. Cool. The uh, I forget. I think it was like five or six that we new ones that we grew. Um, that, you know, They have all grown up. They have started laying eggs. We have not lost any more chickens since. Uh, they're all getting along great. We've... Uh, in crow, you know, stolen more of the surrounding land to give them more space. There is, we've recently found out there is one member of the whatever you know, whatever our little housing association is. We have a board or a council or something like that. Turns out there's yep. one person on the council who is unhappy about our chickens. Oh no! We recently really? heard some scuttlebutt, and so oh, no. we might have to set aside some eggs for this person <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. A little uh, local eggs. egg graft going on. I love it. Nice. Uh, Rado, what are your favorite oh. expansions to escape the curse of the temple? Uh, you know, there's so many of them, it's hard to say, but my gut yeah. response, and I bet you even if I studied really hard, it would be my number one. It's one of the first ones. It was one of the first promos. It's called The Pit. And it's yes, it's so yeah. brilliant. It is so thematic that, oh yeah, just go on ahead and jump down. Now you got to pull your way back out. And all of a sudden you want to roll the black instead of and other people. And it just feels like if I'm down there and I'm stuck and Jen rushes in there, it just feels like we're reaching, reaching for each other to pull me. Yeah, uh, I, I love the things where the theme can really come through the mechanisms. And I've rarely seen something that does it as well as the pit. Yeah, nice call. Yeah, I, it's been a while since I played Escape, but I do remember the pit uh, being a nice little expansion. Yep. Um... Let's see what which geographic region is putting out the best games: U.S., Ooh. Germany, Japan, Czech, Italy, or other? Wow, <sighs> wow. I, I don't know. Can we just say Europe? No, that's Europe, cheating. Maybe? Um, no, that's yeah. cheating. That's cheating. Um, he wants a okay. country. I might give yeah. it to Italy. Quite frankly, you, you were just talking about Mr. Lapiano. Italian designers. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. yeah. There is. I don't know. Uh, are, are they a clutch? Are they a coven? What, what what is a grouping of designers? I don't know. A maven? Coven um, sounds so. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there's a group yeah, of them down there that are just just. I mean, there's something in the espresso down there. Yeah, that yeah, would definitely. be kind of my gut. I might say Italy, quite frankly, if I had to pick I, one yeah, country would, in the world. I would tend to agree. Uh, Brenner says, "Is it bad that I like redeeming points for Ruel ranks? No, not bad. No, at all. not at Redeem all. All you want. That's what, That's they're, what there they're there for. for. Keep to give yeah. your, unless you change your mind and you want something else. No, this, this is great." Um, I, you don't have to answer this one. I, I don't know if it's too personal or not. I hope there are plans to connect with Oh, that, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we definitely left it at that. We exchanged phone numbers, so um, uh, nice. you know, she can call whenever she wants. Uh, Mom said, you know, we have a guest bedroom. And I'm like, mm. but you know, she said, oh, really? So, but I, I th- you know, we'll see what happens. But no, I mean, yeah. I am certain we are, it was not a once and done. Cool. Awesome. Uh, are you keeping Mercurial? Is it somewhat comparable to Century Spice Road hmm. or other game comparisons? Um, I am not because I have already mailed it on. Uh, most of the prototypes I cover for Kickstarter games end up getting sent to somebody else to do more coverage. So 
uh, if I if they if they decide to send me a final retail copy, which probably only happens about a third of the time. Uh, most of the time, uh, we play the prototype. That's it. We cover it, and uh, then we move on. I, it could potentially be a keeper. I think it could be. Depends on how big the box is. Uh, we really did like it quite a bit, though. Um, yeah, the cool. the I mean, and honestly, neither of us expected we were going to like that game at all. I was really taking a gamble, saying yes to covering that one because we just don't care about making potions or casting spells or combining <laughs> yeah. reagents. But the combo-y stuff was really very nice. Cool, awesome. Are you getting the? Oops, uh, are you getting the new Rolling Realms promos that keep popping? No, up? how do you do that? I know they were there. I mean, yeah. you just have to go to. Rebecca, Rebecca Scott, Radio Party of 159. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Well, that's going to skew the stats a little bit for this episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome. We were just in the middle of a QA. and a We were just about to leave, but now I feel like we're kind of chained to the... We got to put on a good show for these people. We're hanging out. Yeah. Thank you, friends, for the raid. Uh, This is the R&R Post Show. So what Rado and I do every week on Tuesday, we go live and we record a top 10 list and we give away games and we do a pre and post show. And we're just all about the board games, folks, as you can tell, looking behind us. Uh, Join us, Raiders. Appreciate it. Hang out and chat. Thank Uh, you very much for skewing the stats of Becca. Um, You are the best. (laughs) I know I've said this in public and I stand by that statement. It's a pretty safe statement to make. You are all of the awesome. Definitely, definitely. Becca, thank you so much. Um, Here's a question that someone in chat just dropped. Two-part question from Kabuki Kid. What is the most important TV series from the 70s? Also, what is your favorite show from that era? Wow. I think we touched on this the other week. I think we sort of said, oh, we we should answer that. Yes, okay. three sometime. I have a tie. Most important. Between most important. And I'm pretty sure I know. I'm going to have to. My first thought was immediately um, all in the family. Right, Archie Bunker, yeah. all that. I mean, yeah, you know, that kind of is oh. defined. I mean, I think that's yeah. important in terms of the industry, you know, uh, you know in terms of yeah. yeah, in terms of the evolution Culturally. of the situation comedy as an art form, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that uh, pales in comparison to the Jeffersons, which I, is I an incredibly say, important I, cultural yeah. touchstone. Um, and that's, that's yeah, I mean, it was certainly eye opening for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was certainly a hugely important show to me as an impressionable white kid. Uh, you know, who you know who knew knew black. I you know those are the only black folks I knew, and all that show showed me is, hey, yeah, these are great, funny, wonderful people, and um, yeah, they deserve an awesome show and fifteen thousand spinoffs just like everything else. Um, yeah. You know, and that's not to say there weren't other shows that you know predated it, but I mean the Jeffersons was such an incredibly huge, um, you know, uh, you know, I mean, and you know, there's stuff that came after. I mean, what's happening and all that. But um, yeah. yeah, I think the Jeffersons yeah. is probably huge. And it, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And actually, is it is the Jeffersons a spinoff of All in the Family? It is. Yeah. It is. Oh my! I, I, I did. I wasn't even thinking yeah. of that when I said it. Yeah. But yeah. talk about a one-two. Yeah. Yeah, great, great show. What do you think? Um, it, well, I, I do, uh, like, Jefferson. I love the Jeffersons. Um, it's one of my, it just, it, like you said. Oh, it, moving on up important. will still get stuck in my head at least once a month. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Culturally, it's important, and uh, just, you know, in terms of the industry, and, you know, in terms of representation as well. Um, we also had good times and what's happening and all that. You know, here's a fun fact for you. Here's a, I'm going to give you some bonus trivia just for uh, everyone here. Okay, um, yes, we did trivia earlier trivia. in the show, folks. Yes. Did you know Roxy Roker, the lady that played Tom Willis's wife? You know okay. what I'm talking about, right? Tom Willis and I forget the character's name now. Mrs. Willis. Um, 
I forget her a character's name. Wait, are but you her, are you talking uh, about different actress, strokes? No, I'm talking. No, I'm talking. Because oh, all, all I'm thinking uh, about what you're talking about, Willis. I mean, because we're no, no, I'm all talking about the, uh, the 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 uh, the interracial couple. Uh, I think his name was Tom and Helen. Okay, Tom yes, Helen. yes, yes. The yes. tall, skinny, lanky guy. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, yeah. So uh, Roxy Roker is the actress's name. She is the mother of musician Lenny Kravitz. Did you what? know that? Yeah, that is his mother. Wow. His mother, Roxy Roker, married, I think, a, like an agent, you know, Mr. Kravitz, and they had a son named Lenny Kravitz, who music I absolutely I think I've enjoy. heard of him. I, yeah, I think I've heard yeah. of him in passing. Yeah, you may have heard of him. Yeah. yeah. That's something that's a little more recent, you know, after we've talked about um, <laughs> Twisted Sister, let's move on to yep, you still got your finger on the pulse there. Well done. Oh, yeah. and by the way, thank you, Agents <laughs> of Fire, for gifting six months of subscription to the what? Becca Scott. That is fantastic. Nice. We're getting closer to unlocking the RVR, and within a few minutes, we should probably see a Becca Scott avatar walking around on the bottom of the screen as well. Very cool. Awesome. Cool. All right. right. Okay. So... so- and um, so folks showed up just in time for us to end the show. Should we take a few more yeah. questions or do we have to go? Oh, uh, uh, Cat Knight wait, wait. Not a Bot says, what about Columbo? No love for Columbo? I see how it is. Oh, oh I, well, I'm just okay one more thing, Cat Knight's a Bot. There you go. That's a, that's a little Columbo love for you. Oh, just, uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, what were the, you know, I keep thinking the eight. Oh, yo, there were two questions. We did one. By the way, folks, question, any questions you have for us, start your question with a question mark, because then it goes into a queue so we can keep track of questions. So we did half, most important, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. Um, favorite, favorite show from the seventies. As a little I, you kid. Know, I was just going to say the A-Team, but that's eight. That's 80s. I, I love the A-Team. Yeah. That is the sweetest oh. of 80s cheese. Yeah. You know what? Another show I feel like we, we should have talked about as far as like being an important show from the 70s? Mm. MASH. Oh, Remember sure. MASH? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. You're entirely yeah. right. Was MASH... Show... Here's a question, trivia. Is yeah. MASH the first sitcom to drop the uh, laugh track? Because I know eventually they did. You know, the early oh. episodes is kind of painful, but at one point they did ultimately yeah. drop it. And I mean, it may not have been the first, but I'm sure that was like a very important, uh, influential thing. Yeah. And there were actually, I know there was those special episodes they did without the laugh track. There was like yeah. that one that was like in real time. And then there was another one that still freaks me out to this day where Hawkeye is like having nightmares or all the staff is having nightmares. Mm. And they're like, do you remember that episode? That one still freaks me out. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. If you think of Mass, like, pretty much all I think of, all I can remember is the final parting shot as the helicopter took off. Uh, goodbye. And it's like, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And BJ on his bike, and uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, oh. okay. Um, oh, Kabuki Kid, gotta give some uh, huge props to Soap for Billy Crystal's oh, yeah. character. That's I mean, right. I, was he the first openly gay character on a major network show? Surely yeah, he, he must have been, been, right? That was groundbreaking too. Yeah, yeah and, it just, and right. it was just totally normal. It wasn't even, it was just like, yeah, oh, by the way, I'm gay. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, um... I'm sorry, I'm, 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 I'm a little verklempt about my mash now. Mash now. Uh, oh, yeah. Still, what well, is your I, favorite show from the 70s? 70s show? I mean, okay, I hear Guilty Pleasure when I was a kid. Coming home after school every day, it was on, on one of the local channels. The Brady Bunch would be on, and that was like just a source of <laughs> okay. comfort television, you know? Kid that shows, I think my favorite was probably Banana Splits. I mean, you know, variety show, splits. all kinds of really interesting <laughs> stuff on it. Oh. H.R. Puffin, Puffin stuff, right? H.R. Puffin stuff? Like, uh, yep, yeah, all that, that Sid and Marty Croft uh, gold. Um, yeah, that was that stuff was fun. Fam- shows we watched as a family, I feel like, I don't know why, but I have a real fondness for Streets of San Francisco. 
Maybe never watched that. Ba, 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 da, 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 da. I still yeah, hear the music I, in my I, head. Um, wow. Yeah, I mean, there, I they were all, you know, there's Starsky and Hutch and all those, uh, you know, uh, Cagney and, Hutch, and Lacey yeah. and all that. But for some reason, Streets yeah. of San Francisco. Oh, and we watched Hawaii Five O as well. I remember that. Um, oh yeah, just that theme song. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is a nice segue to back when we were talking about the Twilight Zone. That's the song that they were sort of singing in the car. Uh, Albert Brooks and Dan Aykroyd. Oh my gosh, yes, of course. Um, No, it would have to be my favorite show of the 70s as a little kid. 7 p.m., Saturday night, Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Because, well, sing it with me. Uh, Mutual of Omaha is people you can count on when the going's wrong. Bye, Menon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you need that, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> nice okay yeah. well um i don't see any oh, okay um I don't all right oh, any we've got questions. one question from bing 14 oh, okay. all right have you got it i got it all right yep uh, okay. uh let's see best welcoming game for a good family game night with the kids hey you know what maybe it's just because it was just on my list seven wonders architects is pretty freaking I, good that is a really good one pretty yeah. good i mean i, I mean i don't know i, I I've never been around young kids very much. I mean, it, it, is it too dry for kids? Do kids need to have slime and uh, and rocks to I throw? Don't I don't know what kids need. Yeah, I, I don't think so. As long as the game, they find it engaging. Like, okay, it's here's bright the, here's and colorful thing. and cartoony. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, here's the thing. Like, I remember when my nephew. Uh, he was, I think, eight or nine years old. <laughs> I, I would, you know, he'd spend the weekend with uh, me and Michelle. And um, I remember one of the first games we played together uh, when he was eight or nine years old was uh, Nexus Ops. And he loved it, you know, and that is not like a typical family weight game. Okay. Nexus Ops, you know, and we had a good time, you know, attacking each other and doing all the things. So, well, see, that's the thing. I mean, depends. is that ultimately more, uh, more attractive to kids? Because there's, it's an action game. As opposed yeah. to a building game, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I all I care about is euros. Um, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Then, um, yeah. You want if you don't want a euro, you want again. It was on our list earlier, so it's fresh in my mind. Uh, the yep. Adventures of Robin Hood. Yeah, that's, that is the I, very I, definition of a wonderful family game. If I had kids, right. I would not be. I could not wait for them to be old enough to be able to play that game with me. Agreed. Agreed. And I was just uh, thinking about Seven Wonders Architects again. It, like you had mentioned, we, it does have that toy factor of you're building that. Yes, so that's true. That, that is true. That, yep. that would get kids into it as well. Yeah. All right. A, sa- a similar okay. type of question from uh, Forest of Glass. Best game recommendation to get a comic book fan into heavier board games. Ooh. I mean, it's it's Marvel Champions, Ooh. of course. Marvel Champions, yeah. That's what else? The one what that... else is there? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I guess we're, I mean, I, I guess there's Legendary. Uh, yeah, the legendary. Yeah, but, but I think Marvel Champions is the one. Yeah, right? I mean, and that uh, that base box. Some of the heroes are nice and straightforward enough. Like She Hulk is super duper straightforward. Okay. Um, you know, as opposed to Tony Stark and uh, Black Panther, who are a little bit more advanced. Um, mm. and I think Spider Man was pretty straightforward too, if I recall. Who's the other character? Yeah. She Hulk. Um, oh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel's kind of a mid. Yeah, I mean it's Marvel Champions. Okay. There's no, nothing else comes close. I mean, and I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, Marvel's showing up in Smash Up now, and it's showing up yeah. in all kinds of things. But he wants heavier games. Heavier. You know, game yep. set and match. It's it's Marvel yep. Champions. That's the one. Great right. question. Thank okay. you, friend. I see nothing in the queue. We have done it. 
in spite of the uh, huge influx of folks. Hey, thanks for uh, sticking around, folks. Um, but it is time for you to continue your raid to uh, somebody who wasn't literally had one foot out the door right when you showed up. Again, thank you so much, Becca. That was very, very kind. Uh, we both think you are the bee's knees. No, you know that from well. I'm sure you've heard it from in person. Yeah. I just Becca have to awesome. uh, admire you, you from afar. So what are we doing? Who are we going to go raid with um, this massive up- raiding party? Yeah, there's a lot of people. Uh, well, let's see. I don't see any board gamers. I, well, okay, our friends Palooza are live. Uh, let's see who else is streaming under board games. There's do, someone do, playing do, Agricola. Do. I don't know who that there's is. There's somebody playing Agricola uh, every week, it seems like. Yeah, I think that might be the focus of their channel. Yeah, I think so. Um, Which is cool. Now, I... Yeah. Oh, I don't know what that game... Oh, no, that looks like Quacks, but it, that, that one is in French. Um, there's a bunch of French uh, streamers and Spanish streamers right now, apparently. Okay. Wow. Man, there are... The Spanish streaming board game community on Twitch is... It's huge. Mind-boggling. Huge, right? It's... I, it's, it's, I, I don't... It's like they have thousands. Exactly. Watches. Yeah, I mean, they, they have like, you know, you know potential video game channel numbers. Yeah. Some of these Spanish, and I'm Spanish, I, I don't mean, um, you know, uh, North American or South American Spanish, but right. like Spain, Portugal, Spain. Right. I mean, it's it's amazing to me when I see yeah. some, I stumble across some of those. I, I think uh, I think overall it's just the Europe, uh, Europe is more in tune as far as Twitch and board games, right? Because I, I also see like big German channels as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you're right. The Spanish channels are, are killing it out there. There. Well, um, so who do you like? You, you want? I, I'm always a fan of the losers. All right. I, I well, yeah. Losers. I mean, of them, they are uh, wonderful, fun, funny. Yeah, are they German or Austrian? They must be German or Austrian. Um, I'm not quite sure. Uh, Dave is Dutch. I D- believe. Oh, how embarrassing for me! Oopsie. Yeah, I think Ilka is German. Uh, okay. Well. Okay. I'm not, All right. I, yeah. So I'm I can't quite sure, tell but... what they're playing, but it looks like something that definitely could feature a lot of audience. Pre- oh, it looks like are, oh, are there? Are they? Are they they're playing a murder mystery exactly. game. I, I can't yeah. think of the name of this game, but go Echoes. watch them. Go raid them. Go tell them. Um, yeah. Oh, and actually, he's going solo. Uh, he's, oh, he's, okay. All right, so you just have Lusa today. No Palooza. So um, <laughs> go tell Dave, hey, and uh, help him solve this mystery. I'm sure he needs the help. Raid! Yeah. And raid. at just that moment, I hit the button. And it looks like it succeeded. Did it work? It is... Let's see, raid alert... Wow, we raided with a party of 109. Nice. Yep. Okay. Cool. It okay. looks like we were successful. He is he's he's unleashing the more than 99 Luft balloons. <laughs> yep. Oh, Very much appreciated. More cool. 80s references. Yay. Yes. Okay, cool. Well, then okay. um, we are out of here, Ruel. I will see you yeah. next week, Another which uh, next oh. week's going to be Kickstarter, isn't it? No, I'm going to I'm going to see you Thursday. Thursday. Yes. Um, if somehow you're still here, folks, which you shouldn't be, unless you just jumped in after we finished the raid. Remember, Thursday, uh, March twenty fourth. Uh, show up and bring your pencil and paper and your printer uh, to see if you can beat us in uh, Raw and Right. Okay, uh, Isle of Cats, Raw and Right. All right, Isle of Cats, Raw and Right. And then next week, I believe it's another Kickstarter upcoming games for April Roundup. And then we continue with the top 100. We will get through it. Awesome. By hook or by crook. Yes, we will. Okay. All right. Talk to you later, man. Bye-bye. And bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.